Oh, finally. Jesus Christ. The Joe Rogan Experience is brought to you by Onnit.com. That's O-N-N-I-T. Makers of uh, Alpha Brain and Shroom Tech. Shroom Tech Sport. Shroom Tech Immune. And uh, most recently, uh, we started carrying battle ropes and kettlebells. And if you're interested in getting fit and doing some manly type shit, there's no manly more cave ban Conan the Barbarian type shit than throwing ropes around and lifting cannonballs with handles on them. It's uh, what I do for all my strength and conditioning. All I do is I do chin-ups, I do bodyweight squats, and I do a bunch of crazy exercises with kettlebells, and it's fucking fantastic. It's the, the best I've ever found as far as things that translate directly to athletic activities. I don't think there's anything better than kettlebells. I think it's one of the most phenomenal ways to exercise in the world. You're, you're supporting a, a, a big, heavy ball of steel, iron rather, and you're supporting it with your body and going through all these complicated motions. And it, what it does is it makes your body work as one unit. Instead of just doing bicep curls and shit like that, it makes your body strong as one unit. So it works in a natural way when you have to use it for sports. You should, uh, if, you're, if you're interested in kettlebells, um, we sell them as cheap as is humanly possible, and they are the best quality available. They're Troy kettlebells, and these motherfuckers will be here after nuclear bombs go off and the super volcano erupts. They're huge. They're the, they have these big, fat handles on them, and they're, they're the, really the perfect kettlebells. You can't get any better, and they will last you forever. You buy these fucking things. They, they never break, and you keep them for the rest of your life. It's really that simple, and it's an awesome investment as far as fitness goes. And the nootropics, all the alpha brain and shroom tech, all that stuff, if, if you're interested in it, we have a 100% money-back guarantee on the first 30 pills. If you try it, you don't like it, just you, just, you don't even have to return your product to you get your money back. The reason being is that we want no one to ever feel ripped off. We want to make sure that we're selling you only the very best quality shit and stuff that we think you're, you're absolutely going to enjoy. There's a bunch of science behind it, a bunch of experiments and tests and different trials that have gone on about the, the, the various ingredients. If you go to onnit.com, that's O-N-N-I-T, there's all sorts of information. Use the code name Rogan. Save yourself 10% off. All right, ladies and gentlemen, buckle, buckle the fuck in. Andrew Dice Clay is here, ladies and gentlemen. Cue the music, Brian. Let's make it a fit. The Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan Podcast by night. All day. Ladies and gentlemen, we have with us not just Eleanor Kerrigan, not just Max Silverstein, but Andrew Dice Clay as well. This is a fucking phenomenal show. You know, you're so strong and everything. In the meantime, I can't get the coffee to come out of my cup. There's something wrong with the lid. Get, get, you got to pull me, the lid let back. Me, right? Let me help you with she your little love. Oh, really? Voice. I thought that was it right is there. Is that it? I've been is trying it, to drink it. Is it a faulty one? Lift? Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't see it. Well, I'm not going to do it. You do it with your finger. Yeah, can't everybody just be Starbucks? Why does it? It's like I can't do it. Look, look, look. Gorgeous isn't everything. Sometimes you have to think, pumpkin. That was pretty easy. That's that's sad. She she (laughs) did it for you. (laughs) Now you know why I got around. (laughs) One of the things that I enjoy about being around you, man, is that life is theater (laughs) 24-7. I don't know what you're saying. Public theater. <laughs> it's it's in the, the dressing room. It was. It's. It's. You're a fun fucking dude to be around. But you, know? you know what? And I've learned that about you. I've really learned that about you. Because we didn't know each other that well, and now we've become what I would call friends. You're oh, like absolutely. a new friend. We I'd be t- honored. We text. 
Oh. Yeah, we text. Constant text. Did you do it in all caps? Occasionally. And what's that funny means is, really likes you. No, no, I, ha- I have to do it that way or else I can't see what I'm doing. <laughs> so it's not like, you know how they say when you text? Like, well, you the can big... make the, lo- the font larger. I've, that's what I've had to do. Oh, I, I don't use that cool. kind you of phone. I don't use that kind of Oh, you don't use an iPhone? No. How dare you? I use Commando. He uses a typewriter. It's harder. Right. Commando, you could talk 300 uh, feet under the water with it. Yeah. Oh, is it one of those Verizon ones? Yeah. Those yeah. crazy ones? So yeah. let's say so you got one for a disaster? Yeah. So, so, well, let's say you, you, you're, you're having a fight with He's a guy, right? That. Right, right. And you're on the beach. Okay. So now I run into the water. I go underneath. I could call the cops and say, I got a problem over here. <laughs> I mean, why the fuck are they making phones to talk underwater? But I got it. Yeah, I thought about going that way. I tried you know? it in my pool. It's like, Did I it think work? of, what do you want to, what kind of car do you like to drive? Do you like to drive a sports car or do you want to drive like a military Humvee? I mean, you got two different ways of looking at things. One is, I'm going to just assume that these roads are going to be like this and yeah. that I can get around on them pretty easy and just, and it's fun. Or I can pretend that the shit could hit the fan at every moment. And all of a sudden, I'm driving through the fucking desert trying That's to find, what I like. find rats like to in, eat to stay alive. I like an industrial I like that thought. Car. I like that. Yeah. I, agree, I, like, I agree with you. Yeah. You like that? I like trucks. I do them up. Just like the metal solid. around them. Yeah. yeah. Big fucking machines. Stay back. Thanks. Back I mean, up. I, I got to challenge it, too. But that, to me, is an industrial sports car. Do you have one of the new ones? Yeah. Yeah. That's, with the black stripe they, on the front. Nailed that car. That's they they great. really like replicated a seventies muscle car. They yeah, but really you know what they got to do. So I get listen, Dodge. Do me a favor here. Yeah, talk. Make closer. like um, the convertible version. Nothing nothing will be cooler than that in convertible. Yeah, you think you're right. Yeah, yeah they like, had, like where, the, where the fuck is the guy that that's, <laughs> yeah. that's going to do this already? Yeah, that's why does it silly. take ten years? I mean, Camaro does it. They all. It, it's a fucking challenger. Yeah. I want the top down. Yeah, what the fuck, Dodge? Really? What is top. that? They don't yeah. have a sunroof? No. Yeah, I mean, the, well, the they sales got a sunroof. A no, sunroof a sunroof is not right. Every time you open the sunroof, you want to close it because yeah. the sun's now beating on you through this little fucking yeah. hole. Well, fuck it, but, but Either want it open or not open. Eleanor, I'm talking. Stupid. When I'm done talking, you start. That's how it <laughs> I just asked a question. Ask it when I'm done. 24 7. No, it's the, a, you know you got to know how to you know keep them in line. Yeah, you keep them in line. That's the uh, the four twenty seven Corvette is the best American car available now. Have you seen that now? Uh-uh. See, but to me that's too oh, small. I like beautiful. a big muscle car. Do you? Yeah. The new this this they took uh they finally took the the Z O six suspension and Z O six engine and they put it in a convertible. The Z O six was the fucking race car. And that was they took a regular Corvette and then the Z O six was five hundred and five horsepower and oh, fucking wow. racing suspension, big fat no, fucking my, almost slick tires. It's the craziest car ever. And now they're making it as a convertible. Which is yeah. the first time they've been uh, off of that kind Jeff of Jeff Abraham, the publicist. My publicist he's got he's got that. Just Corvettes are ridiculous. Yeah. They're ridiculous. They're cool cars. to be in, but yeah. then it's getting out of it. That's yeah. the hard part. Well, it's you know, it's also a the plastic bucket. car because yeah. everything on me is broken. Everything, everything from disintegrating feet to rich <laughs> shoulders. Now can you I know. talk? You don't have the skin, disintegrating feet, Andrew. Well, in a way, that disintegrates. <laughs> Well, I think uh, mother time or father time, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> oh, no. When I close my mother. fist Everybody's and I go to ass. open my hand, what? wait, let it do. It Your snaps open. It doesn't. You are wearing gloves, though. No, no. I'm t- it, it's even worse when there are no gloves on. Really? Yeah, like the joints the get stiff, move. and then they got to, like, pop open. Did you really start wearing gloves? Because After you too jerk many people off your hands <laughs> like this for three hours. <laughs> 
Did you really start wearing gloves because too many people were shaking your hands? You were worried about like getting sick? Or? Well, it was. I don't mind shaking hands. I just can't take sweaty hands. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I invented a way to shake hands without actually touching skin to skin. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Smart. No, because, you know, a lot of people today, I mean, look how people are dressed, how sloppy they are. Yeah. With the jeans that they look like they're going to take half a shit out of their pants as they're walking down the street with yeah. the flip-flops. I'm glad so you're with me. So picture about the hygiene with their hands. Yeah. They probably got their fingers in their, their ass crack half yeah. the time. Yeah. Scratch them and then using a keyboard, right? So, yeah, but you, you know what I'm talking about. I know you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Because you shake a lot of hands, too. Yeah. Well, the, the, so you're with me when the, in the disdain of people who wear their fucking pants buckled around their dick. Oh, it's yeah. sickening. There is a problem with that, folks. That is just stupid. And people have said, man, you're so wrong, dude. You're just fucking, oh you're just God. talking shit about style. You're being silly. It's no, nothing no, no, no. sexy That's, about it. It's not style. That is crazy. When you I have see your pants. It's not lazy. It's insanity. No, when I see a girl or a guy walking around like they took a dump in their pants, it's the <laughs> last waddling. person I want to talk to. <laughs> yeah, they are wild. There's something about it that it's just gross. shows that all you have to do is get one charismatic person to do something, and then every asshole wants to follow him. So it must have been just one probably badass black dude out of prison right. who sagged his pants and kept sagging his pants. And then all of a sudden, all these fucking dorks want to copy that guy. And it's become like this thing. And the belt buckle where they back, they literally are buckling oh. their belt over their dick. Like, you silly fuck. You can't even walk. What are you, hobbling yourself? That's like, you, you, this is way worse than uh, anybody can make fun of a woman doing by wearing high heels. Like, oh. at least a woman in high heels can kind of kick her Look shoes sexy. off if she has to yeah. run. You know what I mean? Those things aren't hard to get off. But if you're, if you're wearing your fucking belt buckled around your dick, if somebody wants to beat your ass, you really don't have a whole lot of options. No. You're going to get, get your fucking ass kicked unless you want to yeah. fight naked. Well, and by just, the time you get those pants off, that dude's going to beat the shit out of you. Yeah. You can't even walk. You you're you're tied off. up. Joe. You're lassoed. Joe. Joey. 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 <laughs> Joey. Joey J. Yeah, yeah. My nickname for you is Joey J. <laughs> Thank you. And sir. we don't talk about what the J means. By the way. I need to get a pair of sunglasses the, like those. The violence. The, the prescription, though. That's they're, why they're I wear They're badass, them. though. Yeah. Can you get them? Those hey. are I don't give a fuck sunglasses. And I don't. I know you don't. I don't. I know you don't. I don't. That's why you got those, those glasses are perfect for you. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, it's like he's Spider-Man. We went we'll to see Dice. Get him glasses. Let me just say, we went to see Dice in Vegas, and it is one of the rare times that I ever get a chance to, to go to see a show. You actually said you haven't sat down and watched a comedy ah, show in years. It, well, it, it had been about a year, and the last time was Norton before that. Uh-huh. Maybe I caught Louis C.K. too at the improv. Uh, but, you know, to go out per, on purpose, we're going to go to see Dice tonight. Like, we're going to go see a show. Right. Like on and, purpose. Yeah, and me and Norton and Bobby Kelly and Anthony Cumia and uh, Sam Roberts and, oh, my God, did we have a good fucking time. It was so fun. It, first of all, it your was act fun. was fun. Fucking great! It was hilarious, you know. It was just perfect old school dice. And I think Anthony said he goes, he goes, it's beautiful. He's like, it's still dice, but it's new. Like it's like the same old dice, but it's, yeah, it's new fresh stuff. material. Well, yeah. well, with this, we haven't gotten yeah. talking about the special yet. But my whole idea was, all right, I want to give them all this new generation stuff, technology, all the way to the fucking pigs, how they walk around with that pussies out today. I wanted to give them all that newer stuff, but yet I wanted to put some of the classic dice stuff that the newer fans don't know and pepper that in into the act. Yeah. So that's why I think you enjoyed it, because you weren't watching somebody that all of a sudden is about politics. 
you come to see somebody like myself yeah. or you, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, we're a certain brand. Yeah. So people expect that. And that's what I like doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, I, you know, all these comics today that are going through bullshit about, you know, one little thing they might have said on stage and then it's a media event. Yeah. You know, it's like the one thing I will, I will let the media know is when my special is, I'm not thinking of them. I'm thinking of the people that really want to laugh from my brand of humor. I don't care how I say it. I don't give a fuck what I say to them. You know, and I'm not apologizing for a fucking word out of my mouth. And I love that. I Not only do I love that, I think it's one of the most important things in comedy is that there's someone like you that says that. Because from my personal opinion as a stand-up comedy fan, as a, a connoisseur of stand-up, I never thought you got the credit that you deserved amongst comedians. Because there was a lot of backlash about your material where they were saying like, oh, it's sexist or oh, it's homophobic. Yeah, and, and it is a style, a legitimate style of comedy. You're saying ridiculous shit, and it's fucking hilarious. And if you can't recognize that as an art form, that's your ignorant problem. Right. It's not that the material is. A, it's that's the funny shit to say. You get yeah, fucked up. Yeah, he's saying something ridiculous. Of well, course, you it's know not what? Medically sound advice. I've had people walking but out of funny. a show. Walking out, of, you know, because in Vegas sometimes they they comp certain people's high rollers, right. whatever. So people have walked out that they didn't like that I said the word fag. They go, he calls gay people fag. And it's like, what's the fucking difference? It's the point I'm making. You know what I mean? You're not making a hurtful point. You know, know, these are just different words to say. They have an alternative sex style. I don't give a fuck what they do. I don't care if they want to suck dick all the way to the fucking bus station. That's their choice. (laughs) But if I'm doing a bit, fag is the word I use. It works better for me than the word gay or queer or alternative fucking lifestyle. They suck dick on each other. (laughs) And that's okay by me. I don't want to suck dick. And if I did, I'm telling you right now, I'd have a hundred cocks laying on my face right now. If you really wanted it. If I wanted it, because that's how I am about girls. You know what I mean? (laughs) I like pussy. It's who I am. You know, so so if I'm saying a word like fag, I'm saying it because that's the word that works best in the act. Dom Herrera had the best line ever about being gay. He goes, Joe, I wish I was gay just so I could come out. That's how little I give a fuck. (laughs) Is that that fucking quintessential Dom Herrera? It's so perfect. Oh, he's such a silly man. Yeah, who fucking cares? Yeah, I mean, it's a style of comedy, and I always this whole thing about comics like being on trial. You know, I went through it. It's I know, and I went through it in a big fucking way. I mean, this guy, but uh, you went through it in a time where there wasn't that many people doing it, and you sticking to your guns and keeping your character the way you've always kept it. Put me in a psychiatrist chair, but that's besides (laughs) the point. (laughs) Did it? No. No, but no. almost, you know. No, I, I've, I've done the therapy. Actually, when my career took off, I, I went to a therapist in New York to see how to handle my family because they got so, you know, because it, really? it happened so quick, you know, from the clubs to the arena thing ah. that, you know, my parents and my, my whole family was so excited. It's all they talk about. So I would be like, look, I know what I'm doing, but let's talk about other things. Right. You know, I didn't want it to be 24-7 about me. You know, when I'm on stage, when I'm working on projects, I do think constantly of what I'm doing. But when it's downtime, like when we came back, I just got done shooting a half the Woody Allen movie that I'm doing. And so the other night, Max is, you know, was sitting outside in the front porch and he goes, 
was sitting with my wife Valerie, and he goes, "Let's put on the uh, you know the video camera what we filmed." And I said, "You know what? Now's not the time. I need a few days just to be myself. Now, I don't want to just stay on the movie and watch everything and see me more. It's like you know, just staying grounded you is the most decompress. important thing." Yeah. Well, to me, that's the whole thing with fame. That's why a lot of these guys go nuts, because it's 24-7 of them. Right. So it's going to drive you nuts if you're not grounded. Like, I won't even live in the hills. I, I, I need to see people. I need to be, like, more on the street, like if I was in Brooklyn. Because right. when you make you, when you isolate yourself, you know, it, it just makes you just think of you. And, like, yeah, look at my house, look at my yard, but I don't see any people. Right. And that's no good for me. I got to always feel people. Yeah, you know, and that's also that's where you come up with material because I hate most people. <laughs> so being around them is oh, just, people are just fucking cocktails. So you you're around people because you hate most people. <laughs> well, 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 I like. Yeah, I, I hate. Fu- you know what I mean I about know you, mean. you know when you get in traffic <clears throat> and you just make a move and they look at you like they're yeah. on the fucking street. Well, you know, you know if you're at Starbucks and you take too long to order a fucking coffee, they're looking at you like, doesn't he know the fucking menu that I want to fucking club him to death? Right? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> give me the thirty cent. Why do I feel panicked? Right. You know, e- even at an airport, why do you have to feel panicked to put your fucking shoes in a basket that somebody's looking like? Doesn't he know the routine? Hey, why do I got to rush every fucking move? Right, right. You know, but that's where material comes from. And then on stage, I blow it out comedically. <laughs> but in real life, like I said, you want to club their head through their fucking feet. <laughs> but you like being around them. You got to be around them. You got to be around them to live be, life. Yeah. You know I think what I mean? You, you have to you definitely need a certain amount of it, but I, I definitely need decompression too. You that's, know, when I light a cigarette at Starbucks and I'm sitting outside and they start fucking coughing. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, that's my favorite. They start co- coughing and I go, you ever get up in L.A. about six in the morning where you can't see the fucking sky because the fucking dirty smog is feet above your fucking heads true but my cigarettes the one knocking you out go fuck yourselves <laughs> outside fuck <laughs> you ridiculous anybody that don't like my cigarette fuck you and the horse you fucking rode in on. the only time i, I really you know what i mean i don't know they're with me enough they see this shit that's true he does get the looks it's great the cigarette is like lighting you would have think he took oh, out a knife well, what do you think oh, about Joe, this, this you what do you think about love. these laws they're passing where you can't smoke outside in certain well, you know it's what ridiculous i'll tell you how i feel about the fucking law right now i don't know why i got in this mood the other night like i told you i just got done i was in san francisco doing the uh woody allen movie which actually louis ck is in also what is the movie tell us about the movie i I can't he doesn't like it it's it's a heavy role okay it's It's the the heaviest dramatic role i've ever played in my life and and it you know doing scenes with kate blanchett like you're standing there going I can't believe I'm even working with this person. Like, how the fuck did this happen? They, they kicked me out. Of, I got banned from every studio there was. You know, yeah. I made sure to just destroy my career. But you and didn't. You didn't. No, you no, but, did. but... Because you were it, always it, funny. You, it, you never really destroyed it. You were always funny. You no, just but, went through this weird hiatus where people uh, didn't well, appreciate Well, it was a hiatus much. to bring my, my kids up. And who doesn't like that? Fuck them because yeah. they're not parents. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, it, talking about the smoking, with the night we got done, me and Max, we were staying at the Four Seasons, went to this four-star restaurant to celebrate, had some, like, champagne-type stuff, and at the end of the meal, I just lit up a cigarette <laughs> in the middle of this restaurant, uh. and, and Max is looking at me going, uh. Dad, we're in a... I go, it's all right, don't worry, there's hardly any people... And then the waiter comes over after a few so minutes. Sweet. I go, can you do me a favor? Get me an ashtray. You know, 
And he's looking, he goes, oh, you, you can't uh, smoke in here. Oh, I'm done with it. You know, should I put it on the floor or get a glass of water? You know what I mean? Yeah, and it just felt good to have a cigarette in a restaurant again. Well, as a non-smoker, I got to tell you that Not shit's in disgusting. A but outside, in a restaurant, but what about it's outside? completely disgusting. Outside, I couldn't care less. Yeah, but it, was outside. but it was a big restaurant. Yeah, well, outside, I wouldn't like it if there was like ten but I've people never done, blowing smoke in front of my kids. But you know, I mean, it depends on like where you're at. Depends, the only you know, place I, I, I light up now and then is in a mall. You know what I mean? Because I don't feel they should have that law and I'm dice <laughs> and people know I smoke so they should just leave me the fuck alone. You, well, with all these new laws that are being passed, that's probably terrorism. They could probably taser you. I don't well, like it inside. I don't you know, like out of all the shit though. about yesterday's podcast, the thing that I've been getting the most shit about is tasering. I said that some guy runs in the field and fucking cops are trying to chase him. I'm like, look at the cop could blow his fucking knee out. You could you could blow a disc trying to tackle some dude. I'm like, it ain't a big like if you if you think it's not a big deal to tackle a dude who's trying to get away from you. You never really tackle the dude who's trying to get away from you. Yeah, and not knowing if that dude has weapons. Sure, you can break parts of your body. And tasering looks fun. I saw it in Hangover. Yeah, it. uh, If you want to run out on a field and fuck with a game in front of two million people and all the assholes, you know, yeah, I think tasering. Yeah, and 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 it's, and it's a safe way to take somebody down yeah. if you're a cop. Sorry, dickhead. Sorry, dickhead. Fuck him, too. Fuck him, too. When somebody's trying to break into his house and a cop tases him, yeah. he'll be thanking his fucking exactly. ass. Exactly. I don't the- know who said it, but fuck them. Silly fuck criminal. Everybody. Silly criminal. <laughs> everybody <laughs> looking, let's point fuck. a finger, oh, the cop did this, or this one yeah. thing. Yeah, you be in those neighborhoods and, and, and want to have to get home to your kids that night. You do what you got to do. That's it. Well, I think a lot of them have So it's a, a lot massive- better than shooting somebody yeah i think a lot of them have massive amounts of pressure built up that we can't even understand as a person and we who doesn't don't. have to deal with violent crime on right. every fucking uh, daily basis we don't know what kind of build up those guys have and by the way i think it should be fucking mandatory that they should actually learn how to fight you know i've met dudes in, in who are cops and i met them in jujitsu class on like their first day and i'm like holy shit son you're a <laughs> white belt and you're a cop like you, you better learn how to strangle some fucking people. Yeah. Like you're gonna, you, you know, someone might want to try to take your gun. Do you know that? Yeah. That can happen. You, you better learn how to fight, bitch. Are you crazy? You're gonna go out there with a gun and a fucking target, and you don't even know how to fight. And I don't know how much they teach them. Define. I don't know how much it's it's uh, dedicated to hand to hand combat. But that Joey. should be your whole Joey. job: hand to hand combat and how to hold on to your gun. That should be like all your training. <laughs> Joey, the violence. It's true. Well, listen, man. Calm down. <laughs> I'm just aware. Was that? I'm just aware that there's some crazy motherfuckers out there. All right, let's talk about showbiz a little. Yes. Okay. You just did the the theater in uh, where were you just? Denver, the Paramount Theater in Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking awesome. And how was that for you? Oh, it was because I like interviewing you too. Oh, it was amazing. You know, because now now you're doing these (laughs) big theaters, which you know is all from everything you've been working on. It's all from people should know how great you know this podcast is and, and what you could do for yourself. You know, because my whole thing has always been about accomplishment in life. And look what you're doing now. I mean, you know, five years ago, I think you were still in clubs. Now you're doing these big theaters. and you Just know, two commen- years ago, I was mostly that, doing clubs. And that's commendable. Really? I mean, you're doing yeah. two, three, four thousand theaters now. And that's because it is, because you're putting the work in. Yeah, I so I'm proud of you. I gotta thank say. you, brother. Thank you very much. I mean, I had done some theaters in the past. Besides breaking limbs on cops, in between, <laughs> you go and do concerts, and that's a good thing. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just want to help the cops. No, I know you don't. 
I know a lot a lot of cops in MMA. I know a lot of cops because of uh, jujitsu. So I like when when everybody people shit on cops. I've always been one to defend cops. That's a that's a really really hard job. You know, I've talked to people. I've heard horror stories. Guys that are on the job and they're not trying to be assholes. But if you, if you lived a, a life where your job all day people were lying to you, all day people Sometimes lying to you and trying they, to get away with shit. That's like most of the time. You, you if you're talking to somebody, they're lying to you. When I, when I was growing up, there were three things I either wanted to be doing what I'm doing now, oh. a cop or an attorney. Please. And you know how I changed my mind on being a cop? Huh. When I would take the train in Brooklyn every day into Manhattan, what pricks people were just to fucking take a seat. Yeah. How they would just knock you out of the fucking yeah. way. I go, I don't want to protect these motherfuckers. I want to kill them. You know what I mean? So that changed my mind on that. You know, and the attorney, well, let's face it, my schooling just wasn't up to par. <laughs> but he's good at he's good at Yeah, I could dissect. I like, could dissect. Like, he can dissect. A, don't fight with him. He'll, you, it's horrible. Yeah, That's why no, I, I, I know how to break it down like an attorney. Even right. when my kids, yeah. when they were really little, used to have like mm-hmm. an argument. Right. I'd take them in the living room, <laughs> and I'd sit them down, and I'd go, okay, we're going to have the trial. <laughs> it know. was horrible. Oh, remember we remember with the uh, bathroom the rack, thing, the broken in, in my bathroom in the house that uh, that I let uh, Eleanor, uh, Eleanor, Ele- I'm Eleanor, Ellery, stay at. <laughs> no, 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 Eleanor, Eleanor, Valerie, right. Eleanor. All right. Sometimes I call her Valenor, and she's Ellery. It gets fucked yeah. up. Well, so there was this wise. towel rack in my bathroom, and one day, you know, near the shower, I come in and it's broken. So you know, I go to Max, I go to Dylan, I go, well, who broke the rack? Nobody's admitting it. So now the trial has to happen, you know, and I just break down where they were, what they were doing. Dylan was like, the, the, so Dylan, mad. it's still going on. The trial's still going on. It's wow. eight years later. I'm going to get to the bottom of it, <laughs> and then the punishment <laughs> will happen because I'll break their towel rack. But I like that Max is staying quiet about it. He's not. Yeah. He's not. He's not ratting on his brother, and he's not. Well, listen, because he knows. It might be Max. First of all, Max. Don't know. He knows he got a great roll of the dice. Yeah. That's like, right. literally, literally, you got a great roll of dice in life. I mean, your, right. your father is Andrew Dice Clay. That's a fucking, you're already on Awesome Street from the jump. <laughs> well, you know, you know that, I mean, that, you know that, what does your dad do? Oh, my dad, oh, nothing. That Just Andrew Dice Clay. No, I no, might have heard but, of him. No, but you can't put it that way because, you can't put it that way because I always brought them up that I am dad. Yeah, you, know, well, you are. No, look, you are. And you now, are very humble and you're very normal. But you're still Andrew motherfucking Dice Clay. And, and I, I when you grow up that. having Andrew Dice Clay as a dad, that's pretty sweet. It's that's, different. You know, that's not, you know, it's your amazing. dad. Now they're preparing. They're doing the special that's with me. That's right. That's, yeah, no. Red, well, Red Man. I saw them mm-hmm. do um, Red Man. What? They, Red you, Man. Did your, they did your show in, um, in, uh, in Vegas. <laughs> well, that's the, the rehearsal. Riviera. They're rehearsing. By they're the coming. way. How great is the Riviera? Don't you love it? It's well, a goddamn like it's it's I, like a cultural we love experience. They fucking right? they haven't changed those pictures in the walls in forever. They have these photos from the Riviera from the fifties, the sixties, the seventies, yep. the eighties. I mean, it's like a history lesson. It's incredible. Yeah, well, the, the what a great played there. Great That's why place. I like playing yeah. those older hotels. I love that place. You know, but they've so redone much character it, there, and the showroom mm-hmm. still has that feel of like if you were in there. They actually shot Casino in that hotel. Did they really? Yeah, yeah the movie Casino. Oh, that's right. You know, I stayed in the casino room when... when uh, uh, Yeah, Steve Sharipa yeah, used to book he it. he used to stay upstairs in the two-bedroom. I'll put I you mean, in the, the Sinatra <laughs> room. Yeah, the two-floor Joey, room. Joey, I got you in the Sinatra room. Sharipa. He was Sharipa. A, like a, a, the a guy. It was the best. What a fucking great guy. He was running uh, the Riviera. He would do all the comedy from the Riviera. He yep. was so fun. I he would so me. look forward to hanging out <laughs> with him. 
But man, you do not fuck with that guy, man. I've seen that guy snap on people. Holy shit! With some <laughs> asshole uh-huh. threw his cigarette on the carpet, oh. and Sharip is a big fucking guy. Yeah, he got him. Hey, asshole! <laughs> Pick that fucking butt up. You do this shit in your house in front of your mother? <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. Pick it up. Get the fuck he out of here. Yeah, he's a giant fucking brings guy. It to, it's a giant guy, and he brought it to 10 immediately. Yeah. You could not be an asshole around Sharippa. <laughs> yeah. I love people with a short yeah. fuse. Well, you can tell Sharippa has seen some real live violence. There's a, he's yeah. a, he's kicks it up to a level that lets you know he see the, you know what I mean that's not a faker's level yeah. that's a, a level of he's willing to take it to a dark place <laughs> <laughs> a dark place right quick I know I, I I can always smell dudes who are just ready to take it to Defcon Four Defcon and Stripper's one of those you know I want to fuck with that guy that's no bullshit he's a great guy though I, love I, that. I never had a problem with him I always loved talking to him he's such a fun guy but it's he's so- a hilarious guy he could have easily done stand up. He's doing it now. He should be doing it. He, he could have easily been I doing know. it. Some now, I tell, you know, I had this great talk mm-hmm. with Sharippa when he was on Sopranos. Like, you know, almost like the talk we had years ago, only about, like, why aren't you setting yourself up for, like, an ABC sitcom? He was perfect for it. Right. Like, to play a father. Yeah. And now Eleanor's telling me, well, he's first doing it now. Well, uh, I mean, I go, okay, now... Like- yeah, he's he's doing a lot of stuff. Because I thought he was, you know, he, even though he played a gangster on Sopranos, you could see he's not a gangster. You could see he could be a regular nice guy. Well, he played, the the guy that he played was, was like really demure. Nice yeah, yeah was exactly. much different than him as a person. He's a really good actor yeah. for playing I mean, that Tom part. Tom Green like didn't that. do stand-up until yeah. yeah. I told him when we did Apprentice. Yeah. I go, so you're going to hit the road? I figured he did stand-up. He goes, I don't do stand-up. I go, what the fuck are you doing on the show then? <laughs> you know what I mean? What are you doing? What are you, what are you trying for here? He's doing and then he now. started the now, stand-up. Yeah, now he's right after it. that, he started and never came people home. People are scared of stand-up. Some well, people don't like it. Well, it's a scary art. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I got to be honest. I'm a week away from shooting this special, and I know I know my shit down pat now, but you start thinking, do I really know it? Yeah. yeah. Because once you're out there, you're alone. It's you and the audience, and that's what it's about. Do you do one about. show or two shows when uh, you film a special? I'm going to tape two shows. Yeah. I really only wanted to do one, but Showtime wanted me to do the two <laughs> because I'd rather have my back against the wall and have to come out swinging yeah. because I feel like I've been a fighter waiting in the cage to go fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is two years in the making, this special, and it is a New Year's Eve special, and... You know, I should say where I'm doing it. We're doing it yeah. in uh, Chicago. What's the theater? The Arcada Theater. The Arcada Theater. It's A-R-C-A-D-A on sale now. A-R-C-A-D-A Theater. And, and it's uh, actually going to be my last special. You know, I don't, cool. and, and not because I'm an old man. I'm going to tour. And, uh, uh, you know, I got other plans for movies. And I got a book coming out by, uh, not this year, the, the, like into the early part of next year. So there's a lot I got to do. So I yeah. just want to really do one more special that I feel I really owe myself, you know, and fans, and really just fucking bang them over the head with this shit, and, you know, just go out a winner. Can I make a prediction? Uh-oh. I'm going to make a prediction. All right. Uh, you, the special that you're doing, this upcoming special in Chicago uh, at the Arcata Theater, will create the resurgence that will make it impossible for you to not do another special. Because you know, when people realize ah, how funny what you're doing is, when people realize, like, when people are, are starting to, like, remember how fucking funny and hilarious some of your shit was, and when we went to see that special, or whatever you did, what version of you yeah, did what in I'm Vegas, working on. that version is going to kick people's dick right in the <laughs> yeah. dirt. It, that agree. shit was I fucking funny. That's why I talk about my respect for you as a comic, because... 
you're you're in that that thing that I'm in, the kind of comedy you do, whatever we call our genre, whatever the fuck it is. So Balls when out. you say Balls when out. you say it to me, I, I believe you. Oh, it's you know 100%. what I mean. You heard because, me laughing. You, you know what? We because dying. So, I'm telling you, the, the things you're doing and what I'm doing, we got to team up. We got to do some shows. I would love to do. You some know what show I mean? Just me and you. And when I was an open micer, dude, I used to listen to your cassette. I had your cassette in my fucking car. I would listen to it on the way to gigs. And I told you, I'll never forget this guy, Mike Donovan, in the back of the Comedy Connection in Boston, crying, laughing, tears coming down his oh. eyes, crying, laughing, listening to your The Day the Laughter Died, the doing your impression ever. your impression of uh, doing Nixon in a girl's ass. And he's crying, <laughs> laughing. And I, I, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. That was, uh, to me, like as a, an up-and-coming comedian, I was just like starting out. And I was like listening to this like established Boston comedian just laughing. He was going, ah, ha, 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 ha. Well, <laughs> he was fucking crying. Tears were coming down his eyes. It was so silly to him. It was so well, great. Well, the thing is, you have that effect, too, and that's why we'd be great together. And it's funny. Anytime I want to do shows with another, what we'd call headliners, yeah, stars, yeah. it's always hard because of, like, egos, who yeah. goes on after who. And I'm like, right. you know, just like we talked about fighting last time, that you'd be the only guy in comedy I wouldn't want to fight. Because there's no way to walk away a winner in something like that. Oh, I would fight him. No, I wouldn't fight him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Throw. I mean, if throw. I had to, I mean, if you push the buttons. Eleanor would be like a but, wild cat. But in nobody's a room. going home saying, <laughs> I didn't get hurt. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. So he's that guy. So it would be the same thing if we were working together. Like he would be the only guy that I'm going, you know what? If he's got to close the show, let him close yeah, the show be because okay he's a that. fucking yeah. animal. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, you know, most comics can't go on after me. That's you know, so, true. So I don't even know how it would work, but either way, it would I be would fine by me. I would do it anyway, and I would be honored. It would be so fun. I, I wouldn't Yeah, but I'm saying, I don't know drunk. if I want to go on after you. Because okay. you really, you know, <laughs> when you get that first shot at the crowd, it's like you don't have the pressure to close the show. Yeah. Right. That happened when I did a show with that fucking uh, Bill Maude, this asshole. <laughs> that, um, that, that, you know. And, and I wanted to do the show. This is the last, the, the last time, I, you know, I did over, you know. What happened? 300 arena shows. Okay? <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you what happened. I did over 300 arena shows, right? Oh, this is before shit. computers. This is before hard ticket sales. So in 2000, when I was going back to the garden, you know, I was thinking, who could open that show for me? And I saw a special from Bill Maher. When he does his regular stand-up, he's a filthy, dirty pig like I am on stage, right. okay? So I call Bill, and I say, you know what? You've always been great with me. You know, when, it, you know, when I come on your politically incorrect show, whether it was on MTV or ABC, or whenever he did it, I would always do it, and he was great. So I said, so why don't you do... I went back to the garden in 2000. I said, why don't you do the garden with me? And he goes, well, I'm not an opening act. I go, I'm not calling you as an opening act. I go, I'm calling, well, co-headline. Everything's equal. And the bottom line, he was afraid to do it, I could tell. And so we decide, I said, we'll go somewhere else in the country and see how it works. So we pick uh, Phoenix, the celebrity theater in Phoenix. So I'm going to close the show, right? Jim Norton's going to open it. I'm going to go on at the end, and Bill, and Bill will go on after Norton. So two days before the show, my agent calls me up, and he's like, I got a call from his people saying he wants to close the show. And I just said, you know what? That's up to him. I don't care. I go, all these fucking guys are the same. It's unbelievable. I go, if he wants to go on after me, let him go on after me. Good luck, bitch. Well, no, I'm going to tell you what happened. So the night of the show, you know, 
I'm already on stage, you know, because Norton went up, and now, like I'm telling you, I feel no pressure to close the show. So I do the kind of perform- I go fucking nuts. And Bill actually shows up as I'm doing the show. And he sees this crowd going fucking ballistic. So now it's time for him to go on. And, you know, he sets up on the stage. He sets up on the stage a a music stand with cardboard notes of his act. So now he's brought on stage. He's brought on stage. I'm behind the curtain watching. And he freezes. I mean, really freezes. He doesn't talk. And I'm back there going, fucking say something. You know, like I'm... I'm oh, oh he gets God. booed off the stage in four fucking <laughs> oh, minutes. No. Now he's in his dressing room doing whatever he's doing to relax himself. And, so and he had I, only gone on stage for four minutes? Four minutes. He comes off, but now the promoter comes. He goes, I don't want to give money back. We've got to get this guy back on stage. So oh I go in the God. dressing room. I'm talking to him as he's uh, doing whatever he's doing. And I said, Bill, you know, it's, it's rock and roll comedy, man. Just go out there. And he starts going up the steps and he starts screaming, I'm a fucking monologist. <laughs> and I want to look at him and go, well, what the fuck am I? Because I'm in a leather, I'm not a monologist. Yeah, right. You know, so he goes on and <laughs> maybe, a third of the cr- maybe a third of the crowd is left, right? Right. And this asshole, after every joke, they're like, the audience is taking pot shots. You fucking suck. <laughs> Asshole. Oh and then you see him God. run to the camera that he was filming his set to get the tape. Because oh I would have loved to have that God. fucking tape. <laughs> and after the show, he's making all the excuses. And I want to say, asshole, why on earth would you ever want to follow a guy that, that's done the fucking Rose Bowl? <laughs> You're not that ki- kind of fucking performer. But I let him off the hook because he was fucking frazzled and he was just trying to save face. You know, but he's a That's fucking a terrible douche ego bag. Move. That's a terrible but a, ego when move. When I see him on his show with the politically incorrect, I look at him like, yeah, we really know who you are, don't we? Wow. That's how I look at this guy. Like, <laughs> like you got no fucking chops. You just got no fucking chops. Unless oh, my God. But see, I would do a show with you knowing you're going in front of me, knowing you're going to fucking kill him. Because that just brings me up. Yeah. Exactly. Now I got to run. It's just like, like doing like this movie. Comedy. Doing this movie, I'm up against Alec Baldwin, Kate Blanchett, Sally Hawkins. These are fucking Academy nominees, Golden Globe winners. And I'm going, you're just going to have to rise to the That's fucking right. occasion. The better yeah. the actor, the better my work's going to be. The same mm-hmm. thing with the better. Like Norton was probably the best opening act I ever had Excuse as a me. guy. Oh, I got you. Because I will say <laughs> Eleanor to me is the best female stand-up in the country. She oh, just needs God. that exposure now. But Norton would come on and fucking slay the crowd. Yeah. Every time, oh, he's all fucking day long. Yeah. He's the only show I went to over the last four years to just sit and go to the show and watch him work. And I sat through two shows, and he was just great. Yeah, you I know, saw but, him in Austin. He was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, he's a great, great... He's one yeah. of the great comics yeah. of yeah. today. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yes, definitely. And, and so, it's, again, it's the same sort of ridiculous, fucking yeah. uh, over-exaggerated, <laughs> hilarious kind of stand-up comedy. Very, very dirty, very out there, 
very, but you know, it's it's a fucking legitimate art form. No, it me really it. pisses me off when guys like you or guys like Norton or anybody who does something that's particularly dirty or crass, whatever, that it doesn't get as re- as much respect. It's so yeah, stupid. They, yeah, it, they it, say because it's they're easy denying. To do it. Well, no, this is Not. my point. They're denying that it's hilarious. They're trying to pretend like, well, the other way is harder to do, so it's better. Well, that's not true. Just because it's harder to make something clean and clever doesn't mean it's better. Because no, guess it's what? Not the dirty stuff makes me laugh. It let, doesn't mean I don't have intellectual interest. Let me tell you, it when it comes right. to comedy, that shit is a legitimate fucking well, art form. I was just at, a, you know, like I said, I've been going all over the country preparing the special, so I was just at Governor's. And you know, Governor, you've, oh, you've yeah. been there. Levittown. Everybody's the been there. But everybody's been there. Great club. Oh, yeah. So after the show, the owners, uh, Mark and James, they say to me, we voted you tonight the biggest laughs that ever happened in this room. So I don't care. Dirty, clean, right. the biggest yeah. laughs that ever happened. That's what And that's want. the bottom line, laughing. Yeah. Yeah. And let me tell you something about Dirty Hume. It's not so dirty when, when you're talking about everything that goes on in that's life yeah. in life. a comedic, yeah. cartoonish way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, Eleanor became great because she's facing the hardest crowds to face. Right. right. I would think your crowds are the other hardest crowds to face. You have animal audiences, real people, blue-collar people coming to see you perform. Hardcore. And they were, yeah, t- right? Yeah, they're hardcore. I mean, hardcore. the first time she worked at uh, Westbury with me, she wait, got wait, booed wait, off. have to bring that up. No, because, because <laughs> what, what I admired about it is she was really she green. A 15 this 15-minute intermission. Shut up. Shut you your mouth. You took a 15-minute intermission. And put I am it trying to, to no. say defend something nice Thank about you. Defend my honor. Thank I you. I am defending. So, but the fact that she was doing comedy three months and had the balls to face that fucking crowd right. was it where was I hard, gave her the respect. Great. And now she goes out and she just slays the crowd because right. they've been the hardest crowds. It's, the, it's, it's like basic training when you open for me. Yeah, because yeah. they don't want you. They so I could imagine. They want to hear him. That's it. Well, you know what's funny? Because of the podcast, all the people that work with me on the road are all my friends from the podcast. It's all Joey Diaz and yeah. Ari Shafir and Duncan Trussell and Brendan Walsh. I and, love and Trussell. Doug Benson. He loves Duncan. I love Duncan. <laughs> the fucking puppet. puppet. The puppet little hobo. How funny <laughs> When is he that? does that thing uh, with the thing and they the say like the Pink prayer. Floyd. Wish yeah, you with here. the fucking prayer. Oh, it's genius. One night he did it. I wanted to fucking throw him such a beating because he didn't put his heart into it. And I sat there through the whole fucking act waiting for the puppet to turn into the I devil, whatever, with the prayer and see people running from the showroom. <laughs> and he didn't do it the way I wanted. And I was like, I fucking told you, do the fucking <laughs> prayer. I go, if I'm going to sit in a room and watch you, I want to see the, the fucking morning. prayer. The prayer. I don't care. I, I learned my whole act, Eleanor, going on stage at two in the right, morning. But that's when two people in the would fucking stay morning, out late. People are sleeping on their fucking table. That's right. But and no, that's how you. I even tell Max that. I go when you play these places like Marty's and there's five people. Who gives a fuck that's about true. who's I agree sitting with there? That. Yeah. Just work your bits because if you mm-hmm. can work the silence, the laughs are going to be easy. <laughs> yeah. Me and Kennison were on every night back to back. Between one and two in the morning, we were the last That's two That's normally acts. when I go. This is before too. you ever came out to L.A. And the crowd, whoever was there, walked out knowing they saw something special. You know, it wasn't just one after the other. Well, my parents, who gives a fuck if they live or die? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, uh, yeah, do the real yeah. fucking like my son Max when he's putting bits yeah. together. You know, I say certain things when I do on stage are very like you know out there, and it's just for the effect of making them laugh. And other things. Like when I talk about these new generation pigs and how they are, 
you know, the, the, the generation, How you, want you know, them. years ago, like I, I'd always, I always knew what slobs women were in bed. Right, Eleanor? Yes. Yeah, because here she is, you know, but, <laughs> put that right but, on me. but, ye- but, you know, you know, 20 years ago, they didn't want to admit to the pigs that they are today. They're so aggressive. It's so much material to talk about on stage. Like when I get a friend calling me and going, so I went out with this girl. I wind up doing everything to her <laughs> that when I banged her ass, she looked at me and said, I used to be really good at this. I'm thinking, what, take it a Jiffy Lube? You know what I mean? The guy huh? is like, no, but because a girl 20 years ago would never look back at you and say, I used to be good at this. At taking in the name. That's the, No, at, at anything. Yeah. They, they would just, if they even did that, they wouldn't even talk about it. Today, they're almost giving you a fucking checklist of what yes. they will and won't do. And you feel, you feel like the chick. That the next day, after you've done everything to them, my friend's going, so I call the girl, you know, the, the call to, like, say, how you doing today? And she's going, I'll call you back in a few. And it's been three fucking days. Like, she did everything and couldn't care less about it. That sounds like a dude who didn't fuck her correctly. No, you, no. Possibly. Let me tell you something. He missed something. He let didn't me, follow no. the GPS I went, properly. Let me tell you something. I went to a fucking ton of them between Eleanor and, and, and Valerie. That? You know, just one We're after the other, ton. load after yeah. fucking load. I'm not even doing oh, material. Oh, you mean in between, us. In, in between In between, Eleanor yes, and meeting like my wife. It was a revolving door. It was a revolving door, right. you know, that, that even Max nearly got to bang one of them. That's you true. Know, which, Allah. You know, which, which, which was ridiculous. And um, <laughs> I set him up with some people. It was good. No, but, but what I'm saying is, so I saw what was out there. And, and it's like... You know, they really do that. I don't care how good you are in bed. A girl could just bang a guy, and the next day forget it. Like we used to do, have a one-night stand. That's how they look at it now. It's definitely a different world. Oh, my God. It's a harder world. Yeah, it's a different world. Please. The age of information, because of the fact that they can get on their phone and watch someone take it in the ass. They grew up on porn. You can't stop them. You can't stop them. (laughs) They grew up on fucking porn. Yeah, they have Girls today at 19 feel, if they didn't post a picture of their asshole lips on the internet, they're not as hip as their fucking girlfriends are. It's true. You know no, how they I say. Agree. You know how they say like being forty. You know how they say being forty <laughs> now I know years what my old. New profile picture will be. Being forty years old is like the new thirty. I think anybody you, who says that's an asshole. No, no, but you know how they do that. Like green is the new blue. Yeah, yeah. The asshole has become the new the pussy. <laughs> it's the new fucking pussy. It's like, come on, what happened to the pussy? Because they blow it out of control. I guess people don't. They blow want to it get out of control, pregnant. Joey. They blow they it out of. Pregnant. What are they gonna do? They want to fuck and they don't want to get yeah, anybody pregnant. Yeah, but that's pregnant. disgusting. I don't yeah. want to. Fu- I want. I don't want to get pregnant. It's too bad. There's not an extra vagina. It's like you have a baby well, naked can... vagina, and then uh, you it's know, 2012. All you gotta vagina, do is take that pill, and then right the after. asshole. We would just leave it alone. What but pill? we wouldn't even leave morning it alone. Morning after pill. Oh, Women the morning after pill. I have a thousand of those in my dresser. Oh, dare you? Fucking Eleanor. Fucking Eleanor. Fucking Why? Eleanor's Your got a big date. Alone. She's, She's got a big date set in, control, in Vegas honey. now. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Eleanor's going to be opening the show in Chicago. That's we got to yeah. talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Eleanor. Because uh, I'm very excited show. about it. Max, and we have L.A. Well. Rock. Yeah, the band's going to be opening up the show also in uh, Chicago. This is Max LA... kicks that baritone right? down a couple of notches when he gets on the mic. I think I'm not. L.A. Rock. Kids got presents. We just picked up the drum skin, right? Just got the drums. The first a few official ago. LA Rocks drum. I think skin. it's so oh. cool that you have this show where you, you know, it's like you're traveling with family, you know, and I, I think that's a really important aspect of the road, and that's one of the things.
things that's made it big for me is that when I do these shows, like with Joey Diaz or yeah. with Duncan Trussell, or whoever, these guys are my family. They're my friends. That's We've right. been friends for a decade plus, and we always will be. So when we go on the road together, it's just... It's your, fa- it's it's your comedy all, yeah. family. It's all... Yeah, we're it's all... It's no headaches. But, it, but yeah, Eleanor's real pals. family. It's no headaches. She really is. But you know what I mean? Eleanor. But you don't want to hassle. I mean, how long do I know you now? Oh my god! Like uh, almost nineteen years, o- almost twenty years. For the you folks who don't know, that. Eleanor was the funniest waitress ever at the comedy <laughs> store, and everybody tried to talk to you. I don't know if I tried to talk to you into doing. I stand-up. know everybody. I'm sure you I must did, have. yeah. Everybody did. Joe, I was engaged yeah. to this fucking girl, right? right? <laughs> and I would tell her. <laughs> That's you know, an awesome way to say. <laughs> you know, do you know where he asked me to marry him uh, in the fucking parking lot of the comedy store? Oh no, like this shit. Hollow no, ground. You know why? It's hollow ground. You know ground. why? This is what happens, right? We break up. We're broken up for six weeks. Right? right. Why? Now I get the call because because no, because right. I was having all these fights at the comedy store <laughs> for like about six seven months. I was got, you know I was under a lot of pressure from the ex wife with the kids and everything going kids on. Are fine. So we have a blast if somebody together. fucked with me, I would get physical. <laughs> you know, it came. That was one oh time I was kicking this guy's head in the front of the store. The cops. It was crazy. So now, um, fucking uh, Dom Irera. Hey. And no, shut up. See what I mean? She goes, hey, yeah, hey, you guys hey. had like a confrontation. No, right? no, but Dom has always been, you know, since since the day I took off, it was always, and I, I love Dom as a comic. He's a great, he's one of the great comics. Truly. But he would always bring up that I'm Jewish. Like, 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 like a Jew can't be good looking from Brooklyn and have a fucking attitude <laughs> if he's not Italian, right? So he would go on radio shows and say my last name. Like, Why are you bringing like, this up? No, I'm telling you what happened. Oh. But Eleanor's really great friends with Dom which is fine as am I but, but now Jim. one night you know I've had a couple things happen with Dom where he did this Jew thing and I'd have to get in his face and straighten <laughs> him out but without violence right right so now a couple years goes by and now I'm on stage in the uh, original room just working on material on a Monday night I'm not on for more than 15 minutes and here comes uh, Dom and I want to make fun of him and he's going when are you going to be done he's interrupting me now and you know what? You don't interrupt somebody that's done what I've done. We're not at the Comedy Factory outlet anymore. You're not even in my fucking league. You know what I mean? And he's going, when are you get?" I go, Dom, do yourself a favor. Get out of the room. I'm trying to help you here. Just get the fuck. And he keeps he going. Coming. And I said, you know what? You want me to come off stage? I'm coming off the fucking stage. And I come after him. And I get him at the front booth at a comedy store. And he makes the mistake of touching me. And I slam him against the wall as... His head breaks a, a fucking one of the eight by tens on the wall, and I'm going to bash his face in. But Ari, but Ari jumps on me, Ari. and Steve Renazizi jumps on me, and Steve Simone jumps on me, and then this fucking asshole wants to walk by me and go, "I'm funnier than you." So now I got to grab him by the back of his jacket. I pull him back. I'm like, "Why the fuck would you even put yourself in the same league with me?" You're a fucking club hack. That's all you are. I've played the biggest fucking places in the world. Get the fuck out of this place. I throw them down the steps, right? Well, now I'm in the back, and I'm actually angry at her because she has broken up about five fights at the comedy store. (laughs) He's going through too much personal stuff. Let me finish. So Steve (laughs) Simone, I go, where the fuck was Eleanor? Because I can't lift my hands to anybody. If he didn't touch me, I couldn't have done anything. So she goes, she said, let them work it out themselves. I'm I going, did not. I'm, I'm telling you what the fuck he said. I'm telling you what the Eleanor, fuck happened. All right, so, so, now, so now the next morning, me and Eleanor have the fight over this. So, you know, she leaves, slams the door. We're broken up. Six <laughs> weeks goes by. Why? Now she calls me and says, I'm moving to New York. 
okay? So I'm actually going to pick up Dylan, who's doing Hebrew lessons, <laughs> and me and Max are talking about it, and I go, all right, we can't let her leave. <laughs> so I go to the comedy store. I said, so let's get married. Let's just get married. Forget the fight. You know what I mean? So we, you know, we do like an instant, you know, engagement, you know, and, uh, and, and that's how we got engaged. Well, you you pull your your oh, yeah, surprise. She's sticking up. We were, she's sticking up for Dom. That's why I always mean to me. that when, when you're going with a girl, every Calm comic down. in the world was calling her. That's not what it's about. And I go, look, I'm your fucking guy. I don't give a fuck about Dom. He's a nice guy. He's a good comic. But when it comes to Great anything though. between me and you, we're the couple. I'm the one on top of you pummeling Whoa. away every night. You not bring Dom. that into it? Not Dom. You're not looking at a that fucking facet on fucking face. Do. It had a lot to do with no, it. No, Ask no. Max. Wait, time out. Ask Max. Why, do you, why are you so high well, listen, I'm not high No, I listen. want to fight I just this out. Like, so you have I, to let us fight this out because he started. No, first of all, it has nothing to do I with that. I got a fucking special. You are going through personal shit. And yes. so it was, it was affecting every night at everything, the store. Right? Everything. And so when I quit, I thought that would be better. And then we did live together for a year. But it didn't work out our engagement. It's fine. I'm your sister wife now. No, she's the I greatest girl it. in the world. I and love her. I'm best friends with his you, wife. Yeah, that's so bizarre. He's one of the greatest guys in the world. He was just literally, and he truly But you is. know that that's a bizarre scenario. That I went out with him. Yeah, Absolutely. First of all, My complete, mother's still not over a complete it, pimp it's fine. move. I'm kidding. On Dice's part. Yeah, yeah, it's r- ridiculous. Because it's not easy to score the well, captain well, of the cheerleaders. Well, you want to know something? I always thought Eleanor was a nice girl. I never made moves towards her. And when I actually started coming on to her, all she knew I was happily married yeah, with two kids. I don't know. You know, she actually was was babysitting my kids in Vegas I when they were like once. No, but how old were they at the time? Dylan was how old? Dylan was like two. I think. Two. So I was so, like six. So Max is six. Yeah. You know, so I mean, you know, I would do anything in the world, Felinor. We we are family. I do you love know? this family. And uh, but but that's how it came down. So I was just aggravated that out of all the arguments and fights I was getting at in the comedy store, that she so didn't stupid. come back me up on the Irera fight. P.S. Wow. Everyone- and nothing against Dom, you know, because Dom did have the balls. I got a, I got a, I got a lot of respect from him because after the fight, all of a sudden here comes Dom into the kitchen. And I'm standing next to Eleanor now, and I'm coming down from the whole thing. And he goes, Dice, I want to talk to you. And I'm like, Dom, it's the biggest mistake you can make coming near me now. (laughs) And he kept coming. And in my mind, I'm going, if this guy has the guts to get within arm's reach, I'm going to talk to him. And then we we talked it out for two hours. And... You know, and we haven't talked since. But anything, every, it's all good. Listen, I, I well, love I, both of you. And can I, I also, love Dom Herrera like a brother. No, Dom, and, and, he, you, you know. know I, I, Dom can be a little hostile, though, on occasion. Sometimes, if, yeah, Especially if he fine. feels disrespected. And let me know. tell you something. If Dom was a different way, you know, we yeah. were on the same special with Rodney. Uh-huh. See, with, with Dom, I got a history with Dom because when I used to do Philly as a struggling comic, I would always headline the Comedy Factory outlet. And Dom is from Philly. I was from Brooklyn. Yeah. So uh, Clay Heary, who owned the club, would have booked Dom a lot of times to open the show for me. So all the way from then to the Rodney special, and then I just blew up from the Rodney special, and he started right away with the, like, to me, anti-Semitic bullshit. Because if he didn't, he would have been the perfect opening act for all those arenas. Well, you know, why did but everybody it, assume that your accent was an Italian thing? Why did it, because well, it of my look? You know what I mean? Because I'm not just you know you when, when you hair, think of a, a Jew, guy. you know you think yeah. of you think of Ari like Shafir. Ari. Yeah. You know what I mean? God, <laughs> God forbid, and, and Ari knows that. You know what I mean? 
poor. But so, if, if you are a decent-looking person with an attitude, right, immediately you're an Italian guy. But what was hilarious is like, what Italian do you know that wears a giant motorcycle jacket with the collar up? Like the whole right. thing well, is it's so more cartoonish. about the attitude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've always had a certain attitude. Right, but it's it, it the the it's it's a more of a New York thing than it is but an people, Italian thing. But for whatever reason, but Italians, people think it in that way. Right. Yeah, Italians know. have clung think on I'm to Italian. that. Oh, I'm Irish. I would see arguments go on between two men, men. about my, my mother being Italian. <laughs> you know, and I would go, no, she's Jewish. She's my mother. I would know. And they'd be like, Dice. And these are like gangster yeah. guys going, uh. you don't know what you're talking about. This is between me and him. Is I go, like but it's my mother. I know what my mother is. Her. Where was this? You know, this is in Brooklyn. This was at a flea market that they turned a Sears department store into a flea market. So I'd go there like every Saturday because I, I love to shop and buy cotton things and, you know, wristbands, <laughs> sweats, sweatshirts, sweat socks. I couldn't buy enough of them. And it was all booths. You know what I mean? And I love going there. And this is when I was doing like Nassau Coliseum. So people would freak out that I'm there. So all these fights would start because the minute I'd be around guys... They would turn their attitudes on. Right. Like they had to like out dice dice. It was crazy in Brooklyn for me. But well, I, I love it. That's a whenever you get around any young men looking to prove themselves, and you're a, a, a these were fifty year olds. Yeah. I was thirty. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and going dice, you don't understand. I know your mother for twenty five years. Uh, I go, but I know her since I was born. Yeah, I was bar mitzvah. They cut half they my dick off when you. I was born. I had no. a bris. They wanted to claim you. <laughs> it it was hysterical. You know. You know, but you know, in this sort of, but it's them. never. It's not like you know. You ever said that you were Italian? It's a, no. it's, it's not like anything you ever hid. It's weird. no. It's just for whatever reason they claimed it for like a little while. Sure, but he's he's <laughs> yeah, mocking. It, they're it still Caden claiming it. Yeah. So right. they assume. Oh, but you know, Italian. I grew up in a neighborhood. It was all Jews oh, and Italians. Right. That's what right. I grew up with. Well, it, but the, the the thing that disturbs me is that like at living in New York, I know a lot of Jews who talk exactly the same exactly. way. You want to know it's what's not, funny? It's How about not a, a thing that only Italians talk. You know what's funny? Redmond, it was the yeah. Irish guys. Yeah. It was the Irish guys that would that would that I'd fight, that would put well, me in the like hospital all the time. Like and Irish then that's what I wound up. My ex-wife is fighting. Irish. Um, fucking uh, uh, Eleanor is Irish. Eleanor. Uh, you I know, grew up with a lot Karen. of Irish dudes who've been. A, I I had a friend who had his finger bitten off in a street fight <laughs> when he was on PCP, and he had his toe cut. And why wouldn't he be right? He had his toe cut off to replace the finger, and he had it permanently bent so he could keep throwing his right hook. Yep. So he would shake your hand. Well, he was on PCP. He might have cut his own finger off. When you would shake your hand, he would, uh, his <laughs> have finger would be like tickling. But he was a hell of a boxing coach. Joe Lake. Shout out to Joe Lake. Joe Lake. He's a great guy. Joey. Fucking Joey L. Tremendous Joey guy. Joey just fucking a classic, L. awesome Irishman from Boston. Like a, a real guy. Irish. Like if you made a movie about my friend Joe Lake. Who's a longshoreman? Who was a professional boxer? A great boxing wow. coach trained a bunch of great boxers, and he was a fucking animal. He was how an is animal. Like, talking about vi- uh, fighting? You don't Vi- even know vi- you don't know psychos what? like this guy. No, no, I do. Oh, I do. My, my wife Valerie. What? You know, so you, you reminded me. To, no, no, not uh. psycho, but just to shout out 
Wear something sexy when you get to Vegas tomorrow, right? Aww, Wear something hot for me. Tan. Well, this is what that was. You know what that was? That was to make sure that she's listening. Did you listen no, to she, me? She, no, she. she Did you know, listen to me? What I said she, that thing to you? You didn't listen to me? No, she likes Where were really. You? What were really you doing? Putting it together. And then we'll break it down. She likes putting it together. You know the, the Mexican phenomenal. girls with the colors and the. Da, 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 oh fuck it! She's fuck really da, beautiful, da, 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 by the way. I met her in Vegas. Congrats! What's that? You've scored. She's really beautiful. I met her in Vegas, and I was just wow, blown out of the water. She's very of course, it's no, dice clay, bitch. Thank you. Respect. Thank you. I, re- I respect that compliment. It's a good compliment. But yeah. you didn't say anything dirty about it, like when you walked away? No, Why? no, no. <laughs> you didn't do that, right? No, no, you're no, a no, nice I wouldn't guy. Do that. I think you respect. You yeah. too, Joe, right? Never, never. You know, because I would never say nothing about yours un- unless she was beautiful. I'm not that type of guy. If, I don't uh, think I ever met your girl. No. I keep her away from me. Are you married? You're he scary. has to keep her scary. away from her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I heard she's beautiful. She's though. stunning. Yeah. You know. She's a very nice person. So once again, the most important thing. That's the most important thing, man. I've been around pretty girls before that weren't nice. Yeah, but they gotta while, have the substance. They gotta shit. my wife is sweet. She's smart. She backs up my career with that. Yeah. I'm doing everything I'm doing because she told me to go do it. That's, that's right. beautiful. That, it's that's that simple. For that, me. In that case, relationships are always worth it. But so many of us settle for some sort of a, a weird combination of uh, of that and then an enemy that you live with. That's how that gets real yeah, weird. That's crazy. People get real weird with that, man. And well, a, a lot of times, you know, it's even me and Eleanor, in life. even though me and Eleanor broke up, we were never enemies. Yeah, through all of it. Even when we broke up, we yeah, stayed even, friends. Yeah, we had, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, I, I think yeah. a lot of fighting between people that you started off getting you along get animosity. good. I, mean, I, think I just don't like when she interrupts unease. me. Yeah. You know, when I'm around You're other men. You're interrupting him right now. We're oh, talking. We're not interrupting. Yeah, this is a con- just, it's called it's conversation, yeah. Eleanor. This is how guys do it. Yeah. Oh, guys, but that, yeah, Why talk? is it that that's okay with us, but every people well, people what, listen to the podcast all the time me. and go, Dice interrupts you constantly. I'm like, you never well, yeah, interrupted she, once. Yeah. Not even once. We're just talking. Yeah, she goes to that high pitch. Yeah. That I'll nasally. I'll punch you right in the face. You can't, when, you're, when you're all talking at the same time, nobody can predict who's going to be talking or what's going to... That's right. Something comes in your head, you got to say it. You got to go with the flow of a conversation. And that includes interrupting people. We're not in a David Mamet movie. It doesn't no, have to I like, agree follow with a you, fucking script. But he's saying I can't talk to you because you two are men, and I'm well, basically no, insignificant. Why men. don't men. you understand? Me. I'll go smoke in your face. It doesn't bother me that much. <laughs> it bothers me only a little. Oh, the whatever smoke bothers you, girls. Oh, no. I can it does when I he want. does it oddly because I love him and I'm trying to keep get him to not. Smoke I love him I, too. I worry about him. Well, well you need red. If, listen, if, I, I love him. You, he's a great. Can, he's a great friend. If we do the road, but, that's where you break my balls yeah. with the cigarettes because then you'll need no, me. Well, to be I, I would wa- look. I, I I've only hung out with you a few times, but, and I would sit down and have the conversation with you. No, but you. But I I do love you. You're a great guy. I like being around you. I love your act. I respect you very much as an artist. I think that poisoning your body with cigarettes is a stupid way to die. Not only that, the no, way but you, you don't die understand. is I'm ugly gonna, and I'm Everybody's slow. going to anyway. You don't understand. Yeah, it's a different Eleanor, way, though. It's why did I start even smoking way. again? Okay, I didn't smoke because for 10 years. Because he quit years. for 10 years. He made me quit. Joe, but, when, remember, I when, used to smoke. When my father was on his last days, I lit up. Right. So I'm but only smoking no a year. It's not about an excuse. It's just what happened. I know, but I'm well, not letting I am, you I am going to quit again, but Good this is you. not the week it's happening. Well, you know what? You know, there's a guy like you. Yeah, you, you know what the fuck is best for you. You're not a child. Yeah, and I, so I would quit. never tell you what but to do or what not to do or give you advice. But as a person who loves him 
and Max as well, we want them to quit. No, they're on me with it, but they also understand what I'm going through. And But also, you know, I got to respect, Brian said something on the podcast the other day. I said, why do you like to smoke? And he fucking was pretty cigarettes. passionate about how great it feels <laughs> and how much it's, he loves it and how it's great after a meal. And you know what? I got to respect that as a human being. He's got a right to make a choice. And if that choice is... Yeah, but I'm also smart enough. That's why I did quit because I just didn't want to smoke anymore. You know, and I would hold an unlit cigarette. I didn't care if people smoked around me. I right. just got to wean myself off of it again. Well, and when I quit, I won't even wean it. You know, I'll just quit. And that'll be it. I bet I would enjoy it. I bet I would enjoy I the nicotine cigarettes. rush. Stephen King said it was one of his, um, his uh, biggest cognitive benefits. And that, or he had the, 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 uh, that smoking gave him rather cognitive benefits and that he recognized a big difference when he quit smoking. He said his, uh, his, his brain was firing slower. Uh-huh. His creativity wasn't as, as, as rampant. Which, you know, I'm yeah, sure just, I would like it's it. It's just not the moment, you know, for me right now. To I like cigars. I enjoy a cigar. I, see, and I hate cigars. After a fat steak. There's nothing like people chilling with a see, cigar no, do after love a it. fat no. steak. Me and Kevin James have murdered some fucking steaks <laughs> and smoked some fat Cuban cigars before. And it's a pleasure. And it's a, a b- real buzz, too. It's a kind of weird, mellow high. It's not a high where you're worried about driving a car or anything like that. You have total control of your senses. But it's like a, But it's like a... Oh, just a, it's a reason why See, people have been smoking cigars one, forever. One, one hit off a cigar, I feel stoned. <laughs> yeah, oh, you, it you makes you yeah, kind of stoned. It, really, yeah. like, it does too much stoned. It does make you high. It, well, you know, nicotine in its natural form, like in the, that, that form of tobacco that you get in a cigar, first of all, it's not as bad for you. And second of all, it's used in shamanic rituals. They use it in Peru and the Amazon and ayahuasca rituals. The shamans will blow the tobacco smoke in your face in the middle of the psychedelic trip to, to create bigger and broader psychedelic experiences, like to, to actually Instigate them. So maybe you should. So it's got psychoactive cigars, compounds. I'm not smoking cigars. Well, you know, we had a guy on the podcast. No, it's funny how he knows so Rob much Wolf. about it, though. We had a guy on the podcast named Rob Wolf, who was uh, the author of the Paleo Solution, and he said that people chew nicotine gum, and it really helps their creativity. So, like nicotine itself is probably beneficial in a lot of ways, and almost like a caffeine. Like, there's nothing really wrong oh, yeah. with it. The real problem is a delivery method that's been designed the, to make sure that you're addicted. It's the paper. Well, it's right? not just What's the paper. The chemical. it's, there's chemicals that's mixed into the tobacco that's designed. If you've watched the movie in The, the pa- Insider, yeah. did you ever watch that movie, mm-hmm. Russell Crowe? Yes, it was fucking great. fantastic. Yeah, unbelievable. It really based on a real story, mm-hmm. and based on how the tobacco industry has somehow or another conned all these politicians into allowing them to do what they're doing. Doing, which is pumping thousands of fucking different chemicals. I think it's 590, actually. 590 different chemicals that's are insane. approved in, in every cigarette. And that's what makes it It's addictive. not thousands, but yeah. hundreds. But, yeah. the, but that's an insane amount of number of chemicals. It's, it's, you think you're getting a cigarette. You're getting like this chemically soaked leaf that's dried out. It's basically the cigarette burning is inconsequential. It's a delivery method for all these chemicals. Mm-hmm. And so you can call it a cigarette. And it kind of is, but it's also kind of not. It's right. kind of a delivery method for all these 590 different chemicals, and most of them designed to make you addicted. He opens his I, brain I don't know too why much. you're not a college professor. Right. <laughs> you have all this information. Yeah, but it's just stuff that I've, like, I feel I've like read. It's just stuff that I've read. Look, I've, I've done no research but you've of read my it, own. And then you've also retained it. Like I've read. Well, I only retain things like, that are important to me. I mean, you, you can ask you. me things about things that aren't important to me. They don't even go in there. Right. I have like almost like a retard's brain. I have. Me a, too. I have a, it's it's very like half broken. 
like things that I don't care about. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I really once, don't especially care. once I started making money, I lost all my ability to care about <laughs> shit I don't care about. Like you know, like people will call me to get me to do things, and I'm just fucking. I don't answer the phone. I just disappear. Yeah, it's I amazing. I, te- I was trying to call him this yeah. week. I shut my phone and, off, and, and I could get a text. Days. Like good for you. No, yeah. but I'd get like a text. I'd be you know, let me just call him rather than with the texting. And he never picks up. No, that was because I was in my car. My, I have a Porsche. Oh, okay. My okay. Porsche is so loud. It's a GT3. It's one of those racing cars. Mm-hmm. So when you drive, it's like... Gah! Gah! So that's what you hear. It'd be like, hey, guys. Gah! So you're doing a podcast. <laughs> it's a really juvenile, uh, no, asinine right. car. It's a total yeah. douchebag car. If you look at the guy, you're like, Who, what kind of douchebag needs to drive a car like this? He, he asked me. me if I like the Porsche. <laughs> that's and I how said, I feel about the Challenger. <laughs> Oh, it's a fucking tremendous yeah, I car. I love it. It's a big what, cock. What car would a big get American me excited? Cock. That's what car would get it me is. excited? It is. It's a big American cock. What, what car would get Eleanor excited? Cadillac. She's a, she's oh, a, yeah. You know a, that. She's yeah. a yeah. No, but the big Cadillac. The yeah. Brohm's. Old like school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those ones from the color yeah. of money. Paul Newman drove in the color of money. I gave her one <laughs> I got. I got. ruined it. You shut your face. I got one as a consolation prize when I left. I got a 95 Fleetwood Brohm. Which meant got, wait a minute. You got one as a consolation well, well, prize when you one. left Dice Enterprises? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I gave it to when her. When I checked out a hotel California. And figured California. she would be adult enough to know how to take care of it. First of all, I... You know what I mean? She would just break it. You broke it. She and broke, you made she me broke cry the mirror it. off the side. You did that because you couldn't back up properly. Uh, you so were funny. backing up. At Do you know, that, this is the same argument for 10 years. I didn't break the mirror. I didn't break anything. You were, back, you were the backing car was up perfect. the driveway and you got it caught no, in the Eleanor. eye on, and, you hit, and you broke it off. Max. And I had okay, to take you okay. to that junk Max. who tried to fix it. The audience at did, home did, is did, not going to give a fuck about who crashed your old car. No, no, but it was in mint condition and she just fucking ruined it. That shit, you're Like she clay. ruins everything. You that ruined was, it. If that was my woman, I would say, listen, baby, we're rich. Let's just fix this shit. See? No, but That's it was a Joe knows how to treat a woman. <laughs> no, no, but I gave it to her so she'd have something to drive away in. When oh, they're so, by, by the way, those <laughs> are they, those said? are very difficult to drive. You know, that Did had a big trunk. Said? She was able to throw the boxes, you know, how pack up. It's a big trunk. It's a I love, when they, I love when they roll in this stuff and then they roll it out. That's the You're best such part. You're an asshole. He did <laughs> you know, film and it. I'm thinking, he did yeah. film it, too. I'm he think, filmed me leaving. Yeah, I, I filmed You know, Joe, how I film everything. Oh, yeah, everything. So I was like, I know we're breaking up, but I got to get the shot. You know, I really enjoyed when when I was working at the comedy store when you would do these you would put on these little shows in the back and it would be for your own amusement and I was always like what are we going to do with all this stuff just for your own amusement he would have like okay now you're going to come running through the door fuck you and you yell yeah, because at him. Ari on the skateboard I was, yeah. Ari on the skateboard I was shooting Andrew? a TV show yeah. you know and you know and you know I would shoot it while they were open you know what I mean? Because but I was, couldn't afford a set. I but it was all handheld camera, and it was yeah. all. It seemed like a lot of it was just spur Let of the moment. You, if you if you saw it, but it's not. I'm really thinking about the episodes. <laughs> okay. So you know, I wouldn't tell anybody what they were about. I would say this is what I need. And sometimes, like if we were in the comedy store uh, uh, kitchen. You know, there'd be a waitress that I didn't cast in the show, so I would make her get out of the kitchen. I'd say, you can't be in the shot, and she's She's like, like, but my drinks. Yeah, I I don't care about your drinks. I'm trying to get my shot here. 
Like Eleanor had a fist fight with Wheels in the kitchen that one time, where terrible. Wheels is smacking her head against. Are you the, the only guy who employs Wheels these days? <laughs> I don't see no, Wheels, wheels doing no, stand-up. his own thing. Wheels, I don't see him. I never see him doing stand-up. Well, well, he's doing go to his st- website. He's in. He's in Vegas now. He's in Vegas, and he's he, in the other place. Is, were you, who was responsible for that clip that he used to have, where he claimed that uh, he got his stardom and fame after he blew you off stage? One night at a, <gasps> at a club. Well, that's very wheelsy. That's very wheelsy. No, but Wheels was sort of pushed into things years ago. Well, we, by by other people, it, okay. it had nothing to do with him. someone. So someone else wrote that for him. Well, no, he was made to do that. Wheels you know? told me we've, he we've was talk- like a professional pool player. Yeah, he is. Wheels. I don't believe that. I'm, I'm on Joe's side. We, on we that. went to uh, so we worked in San Diego. I said, okay, I play a lot of pool too because I play an a lot of pool. pool player. I collect like, pool cues by famous makers. I have a, a professional table in my house. I play in tournaments. Like, okay. I play a lot of pool. So okay, like, is on the screen. so so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Wheels Wheels tells me that he plays professional pool. So I said, well, let's fuck around. Just play a dollar game. Twenty five dollars later, I'm like, dude. You, you can't play, play pool. pool. Yeah. You can't fucking play pool. He lied. I agree. Yeah. He can barely make a couple of balls. No, but, but he's but, not a professional level. No, pool but player. he is a professional liar. <laughs> <laughs> he's really no. Let me tell you something. Didn't didn't trick me. Twenty five games in. Well, you by know, the way, he still owes me that money. Of course. Oh, but that's wheels. <laughs> but he's a funny comic. Put it oh, on his he's, he's, he's a funny he's, dude to be around. No, he's, he's one comic. of the funniest guys. I've he's ever a silly hung dude out and with. a good dude. I don't mean anything bad, but it's a true story. You can't you can't fuck with me on the pool table. You can't fuck with anybody. Step. You shouldn't lie about anything. Well, that no. was the most ridiculous shit ever. Let me you tell can't you something. Say that you could play. When, good when I went to Vegas the last few times, I would be like, "Wheels, you want to hang out at night?" You know, and he goes, "I can't," you know, because of what I'm doing right now. I go, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Well, I'm doing the inspirational talks." He was hired from some company. He put on a suit and tie, five in the morning, he's getting dressed, and show up and do these inspirational talks and get paid for it. And he like was getting motivational it speaker. from the Gary, uh, what's that movie you love? Oh, Glenn Gary Glamrock. Yeah. Glenn Gary Glamrock. That's where he'd get his monologues from. So he steal the speech? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's a genius. Oh, my God. And make a lot of money doing it. <laughs> How and, the fuck and did then, anybody not know? Then he's got his they catering company. He had a ca- he's got a catering Famous company movie. called uh, the Cannoli Kings. And I heard his catering is very good, by the which way. Which is gigantic in L.A. And then he'll just move to South Carolina for a year. And then I call him up. I go, what's going on? He goes, well, we're in Vegas. I go, doing what? He goes, we moved here. And then he opens a comedy club. And then he becomes an inspirational speaker. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're walking down the street and he's got one of those meat trucks that he started. <laughs> you know, he, he, you know, Wheels, other, Wheels got a couple nicknames. One of them is Wheels. One look of at them the is Angles. Kings in the back. Here, look, look, look what, what you're seeing. Look at this. Here he is. Here he is. The number one chef in the country. <laughs> Well, he is a good cook, though. No, no, he brought some of his food to the comedy store, and it's fucking banging. It's just so funny. Like he's when such I a say, character. Look what he's, he's doing. He's such a character. It's, it's fucking his... But he's a very good cook. He's you know, a very good cook. Whatever the fuck he brought to the comedy store, he brought a bunch of I was cocktailing for him at one of the Cannoli King parties. Sure you were. You shut your face. And I was cocktailing, and he goes... Uh, <laughs> He goes, listen, uh, I, I was screaming out. I go, hey, Wheels, we need more whatever. He goes, uh, can you call me chef? <laughs> I go, 
Yeah, she would work for him. Yeah, chef. My wheels. What's wrong with being wheels, man? He would do these because it's professional. We're professional. No, Joe. Joe, he would do these gigantic parties. Technically, he was trying to be professional. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with wheels. Like as a professional. No, I agree. No, he's great. Not there. They don't know he does comedy. It's fun. It's a little flavor. We were working a party that he forgot the salad for. Was fun. He did this party for some black cigarette. Um, <gasps> that was f- Newport. Yeah, there's got to be 300 oh, black people. people cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, but Newport it was like, cool. like menthols. Uh, you yeah. Know? yeah, my mom used yeah, to it was, smoke. Cools. It was African Americans. There wasn't one white person there, right? And I show up black with people, the camera, right? You know, with with the camera just for footage because I'm filming my show. Right. And Wheels is like yelling at me, you got to leave. You know, I'm getting paid a lot of money raining. for this. And I'm he going, Wheels, people. how am I going to get my shot? You know, if I don't show up at the party and I'm just filming us with him throwing me out of the party and she's waitressing. Not really. Know. I was just rounding up black girls to surround him because he was taking pictures uh, I didn't. I didn't need your help. Trust no, me. No, but we... The, Trust the girls me. I'm doing the show. Don't fucking hit me. <laughs> the girls Why are you doing hitting? the show. You see, women are I'm always violent. like... Eleanor, I'm so glad get, you came. It's making this, this no, conversation because, because so much more interesting. No, because she picks up her hands... We're not allowed to hit back because if fragile, if so I they hit take you, advantage. you can hit me back. Look how she keeps putting her hands and on you're me. Gonna, uh, then she knows back. I hate then that. Then hit me back. Then hit Tell me back. Tell her, Joe. Eleanor, Sorry. please relax. We got to talk about you know what? I know special. He, he, I know he's like a tenth degree. But I happen to know like karate, and I, know. I'll kick your ass. Eleanor has wrestled with me. If I have to use karate, Joe came to see me wrestle. I did. I went to see her wrestle professionally. He wouldn't. Yeah, but I got pissed off at that. Tell why. No, because it could ruin like the you know women like parts. parts. Oh, break the puss area. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. He could break the you know, puss. Like, and I'm like anything to be on fucking TV. What's wrong with you? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. In in Eleanor's defense, me and uh, I rather and a, a bunch of people from the comedy store yeah. and I went down and we had a great fucking time. That's we brought right. waitresses, comics, everybody. We had a, a big group to support Eleanor, and she was easy rider. She played this motorcycle girl boxer. Sort of type wrestler chick who would uh, crush pool balls in her hands. <laughs> yeah, but she <laughs> wants to do dramatic fucking roles, and there yeah, she is. But she's having doing a tumble salt in the ring. <laughs> I think salt. I think it's better for Eleanor. I mean, I've known Eleanor forever. I think it's better for her to not take herself seriously. So doing you something can't like that, take I think, yourself is, serious. I mean, you, but that's a, your no, that's your was, charm. Your charm is that you're so ridiculously silly and you're so <laughs> over the top. Eleanor yeah. and I used to do this thing. I don't think we ever talked about it on the podcast. Where at, at, didn't we talk about it? The quarter. Ask her for change. Yeah, yeah. Joe. Every time. I, I was just telling Redman when I go on stage, people are like, "Hey, can I record her?" I'm like, "Listen, I'm not gonna finger myself for you. It's not happening." I would, I would. It was like our st- it was the stupidest running gag. I would say, "Do you have this?" Is what this is what it was. Were you we just no, no dice, dice. I'll explain. I'll explain. You better no, listen no, 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 no. to him. Listen, I'll explain. Dice, dice, you want dice, me to dice, do dice, it? dice. This is, this is no, dice, 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 dice. I'll explain. You're not. It's wrong. Her apron was on, and this is what we do. We, it would be would go. Uh, hey, um, I want to. Uh, I want to uh, get change for a dollar for the meter. But, do you have change for a dollar? Oh. And go. Hold on a second. Let me get it. And she would dig in her apron and go in this whole routine, pretending like to masturbate herself to climax. And she didn't want anybody coming near. People would try to rescue her. It was <laughs> fucking hilarious. And yeah, what was hilarious about it is because it was look. We, we did it for it's years. Funny, but Andrew. I'm waiting at home for this idiot <laughs> that tells me, you know, my shift is over at 11.30, but now it's 2 in the morning, and she comes walking in telling me that uh, 
you know. Well, we never kept her late. She was no, doing but, that during but, no, the but show. But this is the kind of shit she would do. Uh, I'm going, and hilarious. she's helping comics with their personal uh, fucking problems. Uh, well, that's then I'm like, good. I don't give a fuck if the guy falls off a cliff. Jeez. I'm waiting here. I got a hard on, <laughs> you know. You know, which isn't that easy. As a, as a brother comedian, I appreciate that. But as someone I mean, who loves hilarious you, shit and as someone who is also supportive of the fact that that's one of the reasons why she's a professional comedian now. Because we all knew she was so fucking funny. I this was when though. she was just a waitress. Too, yeah. Of course you did, yeah. We all knew. We all knew. No one, no one doubted it. We, we knew you as a waitress and you would be like the funniest person to hang around with backstage. And and it was, it was, it was ridiculous that you weren't on stage. And you would like... I would I would always go to Eleanor. If anybody knew went on stage, is that guy any funny? And she'd go, hack, and like walk away. And I knew the guys. Yeah, hey, watch this. Watch it. I knew. Do, do Bruce Smirnoff. No, don't Just make do me do Just do one joke. Just do it. <laughs> when Jews are ugly, we win prizes. Uh-huh. All right, do, 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 do Dom. Dom. I can't do Dom. Do Dom. I can't think of one of Dom. Right, um, My favorite Dom joke right now is the, that he adopted an Asian girl to help him with his iPhone. No, but do it. <laughs> no, but she knows. She's going back as soon as I get these apps down. <laughs> Dom's fucking hilarious. But, but she knows every comic. She That's knows their material. That's also a problem because doing my own material, I'm writing. No, I'm but like, she is. is she's an original. She does. Uh, well, as long as you have that auditing in your own head, you know, everybody is going to, especially in the beginning Well, even times, watching Andrew, I'm like, you, can, you, you, you run the risk of maybe covering something. No, we overlap a little. Sometimes oh, this is the best. We with, uh with Holtzman. Uh, with Holtzman. That was the this is back when the OJ thing was happening. Right. And I did this whole thing about Marsha Clark that, uh, you know, once she realized this was a big TV shot for her, she you know, all of a sudden up. she'd come into the courtroom with the pumps and, and the skirt with the slit up the side, walking down the fucking aisle <laughs> like, I want everybody to stare in this fucking ass and get in here for a while and build her TV career. So Holtzman did something kind of similar to the OJ. So I, I come over to him, and I know he's not it a thief. It was very similar. You know what I mean? Right. And I go, you know, I, I, I like do that joke. And he goes, well, you know, Dice, we overlap. And I just started <laughs> fucking laughing. He goes, hey, hey. When yeah. a guy says that to you, yeah. it's like, just do it. It's too funny. You know, like when you yeah. approach somebody about a joke that's similar, right. they'll be they get all defensive. It becomes an argument. Yeah. Holtzman's like, well, you know we overlap. Well, you know, and I'm br- like, what the fuck? I just started laughing. He's so funny. He is the hilarious. Best. But I agree with that kind of in a certain way. Like Brennan Walsh and I overlap on a, a, a Fleshlight joke. And oh, I know, I know he didn't read. I know he didn't. He wouldn't have seen my bit and then done a similar bit. He's not that dude. But he had a similar conclusion, and I was like, "Well, that's the obvious thought, you know." Like there you, you, go, you, yeah. uh, you thought. I mean, if you're intelligent, and you're thinking about it. There's a bunch of different ways to approach it. That's one of them. You thought of it. I thought of it. His bit's different than my bit, even Definitely, though it's based on the right. same premise. Yeah, I, we, I felt like a, this, know, that's overlapping. It's no big deal. We overlap a little, yeah. but I don't care. You it's, know, it's, it's right, and it's what is your particular take on yeah. things. I, I want to hear his take on it and someone else's take. The only problem is when you hear him in a row. The problem is when you hear him like that night in a row. Like if he's middling and you're headlining and then yeah. he does the bit. And then you really can't do the bit because it's kind of a, – it's so similar, you'd have to bring it up. Like right. you'd go, hey, I want to cover this subject that's already been cov- covered and beaten to death. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know? exactly. It's, that's, yeah, I try that's to stay away I would do it in a way like at the store where like I know what the other guy brought up, but let me tell you something and at then the go store. into it. Yeah, yeah, at the store. But like when you're on the road doing your right. show, you wouldn't want that. that. You would never want a guy opening No, but like I you. said, she does like this thing about – I don't want to say it, you know, with the uh, – 
the uh, the whispered in the, the microphone China. with the with the, <laughs> the glitter. China. Oh, the yeah, old man. Uh, yeah, and, uh, fucking oh, ace. I, okay, it's the old man. Uh, Go ahead, do it. When the old man's like, you know, I fool around with older men. I like older men, but when they come, nothing comes out. It's like air. It's like. Pfft. Right. You know, and then I'm like, but he does something similar or something like that. Uh-huh. And I, I say, it's like air. And then you're like, well, shit, where did that go? Yeah, and, then, I told, and, and then like two days later, I'm like, is that fucking glitter on my face? And I'm like, oh, it's old man Rivers balls on my face. And that's it. It's something stupid like that. Joe's just staring at me. And my take like, is about, gross. you know, when you get old and you jerk off, it's like a three day process. And then by like the third day, when it finally, whatever oh, the like fuck a- is in there comes out, it like just falls off the tip of your cock onto your balls. <laughs> you know what you the know, best just- bit about that was Holtzman. Holtzman the had a bit about, uh, yeah, yeah he's like, it's, it's like it's, it's old paint that's been in the basement too long. He goes, it's not the same color that it used to be. <laughs> that's <laughs> he right. Had a, he had a bit about uh, a Viagra. It, he had a great bit. I, don't yeah, say I don't it do his doing a Viagra bit. Because, well, I don't want to say it also because I don't want him to you know, to you, not be able to do that bit. Yeah. Do you know hilarious. where he lives yeah. now, by the way? Do you know where Holtzman lives? I don't I know. Do. Where does he live? He I did, do. Yeah. Where? <laughs> Isn't it like Vietnam or something? No, Marina Del Rey. No, I heard he, he moved to Vietnam. Right what? now? Yeah, Holtzman. When? He just did someone's podcast like... A week really? Ago. Yeah, I think he was on. Um, he, he sometimes does go to Thailand. For Thailand, like two that's weeks. what it is. Yeah, um, he, he was trying to make a small, podcast. hairless boy there. He said. Oh. He always joke. I mean, he's just a kid. He's, he's it's a, a joke. He's, he's a kidding. great guy. I love but that. But don't guy. back up the joke. Just say it. It's okay. That's what oh, I mean. Yeah. Everybody's you defensive. You looked at me about... like I was crazy. I was no. Like, no. Um, so you both have a joke about old people coming terribly. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Well, it's been done. Yeah. It's been done a million times. Yeah, but it makes sense to do it. Yeah, it makes sense to do it, and it's funny. Yeah, and it only happened because it was like an old man you know, that I was picking on one night, and I just went into it. And every once in a while, I just bring it back. How many great songs are written about the same subjects? You know, how many great sub songs you know cover uh, you know really real similar ground, but you still fucking love them because they're great. Yeah, you know, and and in comedy, there's certain things, sex especially, uh, is the, which is always going to be hilarious. It just is, and as long as it is, let's extract as much of it out as we can. You, you think we'd be overlapping a lot if we did shows? <laughs> I don't think so. No, you we're do. different. We have. A different point of view, though. No, I I agree. I saw, I yeah. just watched Joe a couple months ago at the Ice House, and I think it would be great. It'd I don't think great. it would. Overlap yeah, listen, I I mean, all. seeing your show was so fun, but you're so much more preposterous than me. I try, <laughs> <laughs> I, try, I try to be a little more realistic. No, you yeah. actually have facts. Oh, in I was sore that I could try to remember. I don't want to be a, 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 an agent of disinformation. Yeah, see, but, that's uh, my but thing. Your fucking act was so funny the, in describing <laughs> how gays were created. We oh. were, no, don't go into no, it. No, 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 no. I would not. I would not. No, but I just want to say that we were slapping the table. We were fucking howling. Me and Norton, and uh, we were looking over at each yeah, well, other that, laughing. And it was such a special moment, like as comics, you know, as professional comics who have been comics for 20 plus years, the both of us. We were laughing together, like, you know, it was like, it's a, there's a brotherhood. And to that's this. the best compliment. Yeah. yeah. Because yes, yes. I, I don't get along with most comics. I don't think you do either. You know I, what I, I mean? Actually do. actually I get does. along with a lot of comics, man. You know, I give you credit. Just the ones that I don't get along with, it gets ugly. No, no, I know that. But I'm, I'm saying I just don't because I don't feel camaraderie. So when I'm around oh, okay. the few that I do love, you know, and you're one of them now, oh, obviously. Well, thank you, and you know Norton for years and Florentine. Yeah, you have. Your I think crew. in your defense, you I think in your defense, you got so fucking big so quick that it's real hard for you to relate to other people. No, and it's, I not, think it's, it's not about it's not about thing. the comedy. I, I'm, 
You know, when, when somebody comes with me. And I mean, my- comics. I mean, com- not about the you. comedy. I mean, comics. Yeah. I'm saying you're, you became so fucking huge so quick. There's like this automatic resentment that's going to come with it with a lot of people. You went from being uh, a comic who, you know, was in with all this, you know, this steady stream of professional comics yeah. to becoming the biggest comic in the history of stand-up comedy inside a, a few years. Yeah. And it just went, yeah. Boom! And all of a sudden, you're doing no, Nassau ten, Coliseum. No, but it was 10 years. It was 10 years. I'm, I'm sure it was a long time, and yeah. I'm sure it was hard but work. It was but what I'm saying is, but it also, the, 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 the height hit so high that it was impossible for people to not get jealous. No, I so watched was a lot to, of people get creepy so jealous. So why was I able you. to talk to you? I'm not a jealous person. No, okay. See, that's that's what thing. I mean. And a there lot are, of comics oh, have that. Listen, I am honored to be around people like you and honored to be around people like Dom Herrera. I, I, am, I don't care how long I've been doing comedy or how... I'm confident that I know how to do it, but I am always like uh, honored to be honored. friends with Doug Stanhope. I love that I can oh. call I love up, Stan. who I He's believe is I one love. of the greatest comedians of all time. I can call him up and we'll shoot the shit on the phone and we love it. And Stanhope said to me the other day, he goes, you know what? I could quit comedy, but I could never quit comedy. Comics. <laughs> he goes. I can never like quit. He goes. He I've, I've fucking hang yeah. out with. I've tried to hang out with too many regular people. I can't fucking work. do it. Well, that is that is the fun part. Yeah, you know, because we're all part. twisted. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. all different ways. Joey you know, Diaz is different than you. It's like different even, than Duncan. Even if I text you late at night, I know you're getting the text because you're up. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. You text like me I, at four in the morning. Let me tell you something. I, I, I call Wheels like one thirty in the morning. He goes, I got to get some sleep because I got to get up. I'm like, you're a comic. He's also this a is chef the daytime. and a pool hustler. No, but I'm saying this is the daytime. <laughs> it is. I agree. You know what I mean? Well, to I, me, I love I love the night. That's, that's how when I, I am. I am exactly the same way. That's when I do all my work. I don't I don't get anything done during the day. My kids are up. They want to play. There's you know some, uh, fucking something's going on. There's noise. I can't concentrate in my office. Yeah. So when the, during the day, I play with my kids. I get my workouts in. I do my bullshit. But then when everyone's asleep, I do it after jujitsu. So I like to write. I don't even come home till eleven. And then from 11 on, that's when I start to write. Yeah. So, so you're I saying eat. if I call at 3, you're picking up. Oh, yeah. That's when I call <laughs> Opie and Anthony. Uh, if oh, I call Opie and Anthony, I only call late. when I'm call awake. I'm awake all night, yeah. uh, which yeah. I need to do more often. I, yeah. I fucking love those guys. They're uh, me phenomenal. Too. And hanging out with Anthony and when we were in, uh, how great in Vegas, is he? he just really reinforced how great he is. I always know he's a great guy, but I love the fact that we could all pal around in a His social dice setting. His impression is insane. Oh, he's a brilliant, don't brilliant impression. Don't love the dice impression? So a lot of people don't realize. He does a lot of really good impressions. He's another guy. I always yeah. tell, why aren't you doing stand up? Yeah. You well, he I mean? sort of is when he does the. Have you seen his fucking awesome show? His show. Let me do this. Let me just give him credit. This the reason why we're doing this podcast today is because of Anthony Cumia from the Opie and Anthony show. Because Anthony Cumia started doing his own show called Live from the Compound. And Live from okay. the Compound, which he does on Ustream. He does it in his house. He has a fucking studio set up. Good he spent him. like a quarter million dollars with fucking green screens, and he could be like in front of the Colosseum in Rome. He could be in space. <laughs> he could be, and he has a professional desk. And you know, he used to do it with these chicks he was dating. He would be running around with a machine gun and singing songs, playing air guitar with holding a fucking M sixteen. 
He's <laughs> crazy. He's a beautiful person. Yeah, I he fucking is. love him. He's a gambling addict. He's crazy. <laughs> he's nuts. I oh, love shit. Anthony. He loves to drink. He's a, a to me. He's a classic American character, and I don't get to I don't get to hang out with him enough. That's so then funny. all of a sudden we were in Vegas together, and we had steaks. We went to craft uh, steak and f- had the most rid- the fucking one thing about Vegas. They know how to make a oh, fucking man. steak. craft steak. Craft steak is an MGM. Okay. Oh, it's goddamn good. Oh, we Jesus. We the best, there. though, the best is Nine. Nine Steakhouse oh, yeah. in the Palm. The you can't fuck with that place. That's my favorite. You get the grass-fed ribeye. Do not pass go. <laughs> you want the grass-fed ribeye, medium rare. It will knock your dick into the dirt. It's the most spectacular cut of meat available in the, probably in the entire western part of the United States. The Where? Nine Steakhouse. Nine Steakhouse in, in Vegas. In the Palms. I go to so STK a lot. You so we went to Craft Steak. Yeah, I've been there too. Okay. It's great. We went to Craft Steak. We had a great meal. We had some wine. Anthony was like, he knows wine, so he picked out a good wine. It was me and my, my buddy Steve, who I've known since I was like 15. It was all of us, this big group who came to see you. It was such a thrill. It was so fun to it just was. go see oh, a show. Why didn't I get to go, Joe? You were performing! Oh! We had such a great time. We walked in right when Max was playing. We walked oh, in man. while we LA were getting rocks. seated. How great Max is was LA having rocks. a guitar solo, or excuse uh, me, a drum, drum solo. solo. You know, you, you know what? You, you got to talk to him about that for a minute because the drum you know, solo was fucking spectacular. Phenomenal. Yeah. That you, was man. some Thank serious you. hand-eye coordination, son. You went off. That was like real shit. You didn't like have like a half-ass drum solo. You were fucking flying, man. The kid was flying. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's what he needs to hear now because you know. You, you wish gotta, I could do that shit. Yeah, look, there he is. It, that's. Yeah, look at him go. Do we get to that hear was it? That the improv. Do we get to hear it? Improv lab. You need to see that. Someone, someone, please edit that and put that little part of this video on YouTube. You have that, to see that. that it is on YouTube. With him no, watching no, it in a oh, corner. Oh, so, watching so, it. That's so funny. He, I see what you're saying. That's he, he's walking around the house going, I think, you know, because don't forget it's showtime. You know what I mean? Right. And, and this is the band's first shot ever. Yeah. You know, doing the song you saw called right. Outlaw. And he's going, I don't know if the solo's there yet. And I'm trying to explain. Every night we sit outside the house. And I go, Max. 
there is nothing you have to learn for this Jesus. solo because you have such chops. Like I, you know, I started out as a drummer, but my ability doesn't come close to what he can do. That was so, ridiculous. So yeah, I get jealous Always. of his feet, all the combinations. <laughs> you get you know. jealous of his feet. That's no, he's no, no because it's like because he's, he uses both his feet like his hand. Do you drive uh-huh. a stick? You drive uh, a stick no. shift. It's no. automatic, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, automatic. I feel like a guy who knows how to work the pedals like that would want a fucking well, stick a shift. St- no, no. He's, yeah. he's like just that, like amazing. Like and like when I would tell people about him, you know, I'm the father. So they think, well, how good can they really be? And, and then you see that, which, which we call. You got to see it. You got to see it. That's just like baby set. Yeah. You got to you know? listen. I mean, yeah. you're listening to it, folks. If you're hearing just the, the audio version of this podcast, it's like a, an, it's an iPhone camera. So the, the sound quality is not the best. You have to see it. If you see it, it's fucking preposterous. Yeah. When he would, when he would show me like <laughs> drum solos. If you're in Chicago, like, you'll like see a, him live. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, uh, well, yeah, Max, we how old are you? The Arcada, right? Yes. The, the Arcada Theater yeah. in Chicago. Well, I'm going to be 22, and uh, with the solo, I actually started off only soloing when I first started playing the drums. I didn't play with a band for like the first five, six years of drumming. It he's was playing just, since he's 10. And, I, and how old are you now? Going to be 22. You're going to be 22, so you've been playing the drums for 12 years. Yeah. Wow. Dude, your fucking hands are ridiculously fast. <laughs> you should get and involved in Wing Chun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should start kung fu motherfuckers. Think no, about all that fast speed. He could probably be a hell of a boxer. Well, you know, I believe it translates. You, you want to, number one, he can box. I'm embarrassed to he say. He, he, he has he, beaten he, him a couple times. No, by accident, <laughs> he sort of knocked me out twice. It's <laughs> pretty because funny at the Hollywood when, gym. When, 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 when I would you know, teach them to box, <laughs> you know, I would say, you know, we'd go to that Hollywood gym sure. you know, that has the Love boxing ring. So I would say, all right, no headshots at all. So I would just protect my body and let them fight me, both kids. So now and then Max would slip and he'd nail me right on the chin. (laughs) Once it happened in my backyard (laughs) and I went right down because, you know, when you're hitting the chin, you see the stars and you go down. I'm not expecting to get punched in the face by my friend. Unless you're by my my friend. (laughs) Yeah, by my son. And then he does it again at the gym. And I'm on the floor feeling like an asshole because <laughs> here I am. I'm the father, mm. and my 14 year old just knocked me out. Well, you know the reality is, there's a lot of chicks that can knock you out if they don't know. If you don't know, they're punching you. If you don't know, they're gonna punch you. There's a great video of a chick headbutting a guy unconscious. Some asshole at a bar says something stupid to her. She grabs his shirt and goes bang, oh, nice, and knocks him completely head. unconscious. Good for her. And that does work. That does yeah. work. Let me tell no, you. No, no, it was a Guys fist. Out. He hit me with his fist. Well, not, I'm saying a little girl can headbutt a g- yeah. big giant dude. What I'm saying is, if you don't know it's coming and you, you get, get hit on the jaw, out. you can get knocked. Yeah, the fuck that's out, it. Even that's by a happened. little girl's head. Well, that's you would why think boxers that that's not try possible. to break the body down first, and then they go yeah. for the chin. It's yeah. not about because people when they see a professional fight, they go, "Why aren't they just swinging it out?" They don't realize. It's a skill. It's a dance. It's, You'd be amazed you know, at how hard it is to hit somebody. Did you ever do actual boxing? I kickboxed. I did a lot of boxing in the gym, but I had three kickboxing fights. But uh, you'd be uh, amazed at how difficult it is to uh, actually hit someone who knows how to box. It's it's a dance. It's a rhythm. You got to figure out how to fucking how to fake them, how to get them to move, how to when to run in. Because if you run in, like if you yeah, watch the last UFC, hit. Ryan That's Bader it. versus Leota Machida. Leota Machida is this badass karate guy, and he knocked Ryan Bader out because Bader charged him, and he just went crack. Just caught him charging and flattened him, knocked him out with one punch. But you that's the risk you take if you want to be aggressive. It's so hard to hit someone who actually knows how to fight. It's ridiculous. That's true. You will feel if you really there's a lot also of people. Peters is like the thing that, that always bothers you know that? me is yeah, Peters knows how to fight. He knows. Yeah. I love He's that. He's a great guy, too. He's the best. If they want to know guy. more about boxing, they should get in touch with me at, at the Real <laughs> Dice Clay. Uh, 
<laughs> on that, Twitter. Is, is that my Twitter thing? Yes, at the real, the real dice, dice clay. clay. If you want to know about drumming, yeah, I'm at uh, Max Does Comedy. <laughs> And you, if you want to go out with Eleanor, Max, did you get upset e. when you J. dropped Kerrigan. your dad? Eleanor Kerrigan. E. I was, uh, I was nervous. You know, I came over like, you know, are you okay? I didn't mean to do it. Oh no, yeah. Are you <laughs> sure you didn't mean to do world. it? No, no. Sure? <laughs> just, yeah, but it was. There funny. wasn't anything you, know, you looked, were thinking about, maybe that it was made you. No, we have a great relationship. <laughs> you know. You know. Well, that means you probably got a good punch. Look, if you hit the drums that hard, I bet you can generate some serious fucking speed. If somebody teaches you, I think my dad would have got back up and hit us. Yeah. Oh, you can't hit your kids. That's ridiculous. Joe, you know, I'm just handing you over to Rogan for all your fighting. You can't do that. You I've can't actually been uh, thinking about Don't taking some Krav Maga. So Krav Maga's good. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, but uh, there's uh, but he knows there's more a than... lot of benefits to taking one martial art over a combinatory system of martial arts. Like a lot of people think the combinatory systems like Krav Maga or something like that is good if you'd only do it every now and then you just want to learn some self-defense like but i think there's a lot of time spent doing shit like street techniques and stuff like that that's, that's really what you want to know. not really coming up no i don't think you do you really oh, you don't want to know, know no, that? you really want to mm. you really want to be good at what works on trained killers not people in the street with a fucking set of keys because in a real life situation there's going to be a lot of craziness going on you got to be able to execute from memory and from training and how much training are you really have taking someone's gun away i mean are you really going to i mean maybe it's a good thing to know if you're in the special forces or something and you got to learn you know dealing with people yeah. with handguns all the time but the reality of self defense is most of the times when things happen they happen one because one person's not confident so the other person gets cocky and yeah. two because you're not aware of your environment and you don't have enough confidence in any one one particular discipline, whether it's stand-up or the ground fighting or anything like that. A lot of people want to fight and they don't know how to fight. And That's it scares right. the shit out of me. I've been a martial artist my whole life. The last thing I want to do is get in a fight with somebody. Because I know there's some people that can do some crazy shit to your body. Yeah. Okay, I know them. I know people who could... You would be crazy to fight them. Yeah. But people start fights with them. Because like there's me. a lot of fucking morons out there. <laughs> a, but I want to... For me, it's very important that I'm the one who is capable of deciding where everything goes. Yeah. It's, I don't like being in a position where I have to trust my health to some crazy asshole. You know, I don't like that. I don't like to, to know that some guy could just own me anytime he wants to just jump all over me and I don't know what to do. I, mean, I can't even defend myself. I can't live like that. That would drive me crazy. I know too many crazy people. You know, I grew up with too many complete fucking psychopaths to ever think that it's safe to not know how to defend yourself. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it's like if you, you... I know how to defend myself. So. Eleanor's a good do. fighter. Eleanor I like and I used to have mock wrestling matches in the back kitchen. I've seen her and Valerie nearly beat up people at shows. I believe. Well, that's... Did somebody... you, ever, you ever get some, some situations? Like, well, uh, just, what is just it? one girl. Uh, we went to... Uh, for, we went out to this club, and normally it's a Sunday night. Remember this? It was a Sunday night, and it's usually dead. Andrew's like, oh, I always go here. It was usually like 100 people. It's not that bad. We get there. There was some kind of dead mouse DJ thing going oh, on. Oh, okay. There was, a, there was like... 1,500 people yeah, it was packed. And I go, Andrew, we can't go in here. He goes, no, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Girls were throwing themselves at him like, hey, I know no, you. Stop, grabbing. stop with nice. the jealousy. Nice. And me and Valerie How's had that feel? That must be nice. Yeah, I took it, this it girl down. It always feels good, but, you know. How fast did I take that girl off you? Yeah, but how she, good is it She feel? does. She does security when we go out. Yeah, he gets She's crazy. Fast. He goes crazy. You know. No, it feels good, but you know what? It's, you know, it's, it's nothing I'm looking for. You know what I mean? Of course. I, I really get, no, I'm serious. Even, I believe even, you. Even when I'm single, you know what I mean? It's nothing that's ever thrilled <laughs> me unless I'm out hunting. 
I believe you, know you I mean? but That's strolling true. into a club filled with 1,500 people with those sunglasses on and a sleeveless shirt, and, and they're throwing themselves at you? Come on, son. We were coming from You're a in a show. goddamn movie. Oh, wait, You're you in a goddamn no, movie. That I appreciate. I, I, sometimes <laughs> it, it does hit me in that way. How does way? anybody get to live but, that life? But Stop I and think about that. Really but appreciate it. You're a famous guy. You go to clubs. You go out. Uh, Not I'm that sure much. I, I mostly do shows he, he and hang out, out after shows. I, it's it's hard to go places, you know. It's it, you, it's very rare that he does it as well. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. And yeah. I don't do it, but you know what? Weird. I like to dance with my wife sometimes. Yeah. You know, and you know, I'm very focused on her when I go out because I see all the. I'm watching the guys watching her. But when you, you know go out, I mean? do you have a problem with like people constantly wanting to get your attention to take yeah, photos? But, like they never give but me. But just way. they normally put me in one of those VIP booths. Uh huh. She stands there with her arms out, like touching the booths, like she's just hanging out, and she won't let anybody. And, uh-huh. and plus, they'll put big. Security this was guys. funny when we went out uh, Halloween, and we went oh to the, the same club. I think. Uh, Tris. No, no. Oh um, yeah, but that was later. Yeah, right. and. They had, I'm dancing with my wife on the dance floor, and you got these three giants, these three guys surrounding us so we can dance so people didn't bother me. You know, and you just have to ignore it and get and into Halloween the person night. you're with. People are wasted. We went to this crazy place first. There was what? There was like 10,000 people at that first place. Yeah, we, we saw a fight Holy there. Holy shit. We saw a lot of fights there. We went then, to, that's when I belted my they, friend. Oh, you want to hear It was wait, a fetish people ball. Thought it was a fetish ball. That's right, Max. And, he, and people thought he was dressed as Andrew Dice Clay. And they were like, man, oh, that's, that's what I You want to hear something funny where I had to hit somebody? Yeah, you could tell it. You could, it, it I don't just, remember the name of the hotel or where we were. It was, yeah, it was the uh, the South something down south near the M Hotel coast, around maybe? there. Maybe the South Coast. I don't know, but we we were walking out and we're walking fast because people are recognizing him. A thinking he's just and, dressed. And as when nice. people uh-huh. yell my name, I never thought look. he was. Right. It's like I'm not him. I just keep going. Right. Right. So all of a sudden, this guy, me and Valerie were in heels. So he was walking fast. Yeah, they're like thirty feet of, behind me. A little bit ahead of us. So I, I hear this guy go, "Dice, dice." And I'm like, oh shit. And he's Me and Valerie start speeding like, up. Asshole. And he comes over and I, I we recognize They're yelling, him. no, like don't touch me, you know. He touched him like this and he knocked him the fuck out. It was his friend Brandon. <laughs> it, it, it's a friend of mine, but I didn't see him coming and so I just punched felt, him in the face. Well this no, I didn't see him and his hands grabbed my shoulder. I was dying. So I just react and I hit him. You and know, because that's down. where oh, the gloves are off. Once you put your hands on me hard like that. But he's my friend. But they're yelling no. If he was yelling Andrew, I would have just like, looked. It's Brandon, but he couldn't. I hear didn't know us, it's my I friend. Like, it's and I turn, and he's going back, and he's out on his feet. You know, because oh, wow. I do know how to hit. You know, in that way, not but so the way does Brandon, you, right? Brandon's a well, martial artist. Yeah, yeah but, but punch him in the head. He didn't but think, it was. Yeah, the, he didn't but think. I hit him with a side punch. I didn't hit him. I was turning to hit him again, and that's when I saw who it was, and I felt so bad. And to this day, he won't admit that he was out. It's just funny. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You know? yeah, but Matt, I'm like holding so his chin. Girls. I'm like, Yo, okay, I didn't, I, you know, how do you yell my name? You know, you don't yell my name you ever. Say, you don't say Dice. You say Andrew. Yeah. You know, you know, because it sounded dice. like a drunk guy. This is what I'm picking up. Wait, Joe, this is what I'm picking up. I'm hearing a guy yell, Dice! Right, right. Dice! And all of a sudden, I feel this. Two hands you think grabbing, grabbing me like you. that. So I just fucking bang the guy. And he's got. And now I'm turning around to really finish him. Because once, and I'm sure, you know, you would react the same as yeah, somebody. You got to be grabbed, careful just grabbing people. You don't touch people. somebody. You can't either. do that. The, you never no. know. You know, if, if, I, if I feel someone grabbing me from behind, I feel like they're up to nefarious things. <laughs> no, well, you, you grab me. I got to do to me. Grabbing I don't, you know, from behind. That's the one thing I don't have. You're is holding the, me in place. <laughs> but, but the one what are your thing, plans? What? Sorry. 
Sorry. It's okay. It's all right. I'm listening. Yeah, it's crazy that someone yeah. would. Why wouldn't he just would just touch you? Because ya, he was, he was. Hey, buddy. You don't understand. He was drinking, so uh, he got excited he when he saw me excited. coming through the hotel. Yeah, they're thirty feet behind me. Yeah, Isn't that a fucking problem? The drunks. That is a problem. The drunks people are bad. don't even realize That's why they're being I drove ridiculous. People out of the shows. They don't even realize they're being ridiculous. It's a terrible drug for for socializing. It's the best drug for socializing, but it requires character. But they and so many people it. don't have character, they and they go out it. and they drink, and they're real shitbag personality comes flying out. Hey, look, if you come over to me for a picture and you're not drunk and you're nice, I'll, ta- I'll take a dozen of them. What do you do, but though, if you're on the, the, your way to somewhere and you just, there's, a, there's a river of people and you can't get through them? Well, if, it, if it's nice people, I'll, I'll take the shots. But if they're assholes, they put their hands on me. Yeah, that, if you know, I, I don't have a fuse. I just right. don't have a fuse, and I won't deal with it. He did something cool uh, last Sunday at our show in Vegas. He, uh, some guy, he was coming up in the elevator, and he was kind of late. And the guy was like, "Hey, man, I saw you at oh, Madison Square Garden." This like, guy went to both twice. shows at the yeah. Garden when I was there, oh, wow. and he was and I was in a rush. He didn't say it. Wow. And I was- after his during his show, like at the end of it, he goes, "Who's the guy in the elevator?" And the guy was like, "That was me." And he took him on stage and took pictures. Yeah, I with took him. him on the I stage. I thought the guy was gonna cry. He was so excited. And I picked oh, out like shit. a Chinaman to take the pictures because I know they make the cameras. You know what I mean? And, oh uh, no, no, but they do. They know what they're doing with it. You know, and they were right in front of me. And I actually dedicated really like cool. my my Asian bit to them. You know, because they were dead center. That's beautiful. I don't know why people... They live. knew what That's they were getting. Sorry, They're coming to a dice show. No, no, but they were cool about it, you know, and I, I gave them some suggestions for, for new phones. And, oh. um, but, you, you but yes, yeah, so I brought the guy song. up from the crowd because I was in a rush. I was late for the show. But he was nice. So I'm going, yeah. who's the guy that was at the garden? Stand up, you know. No, that's go, very cool. Come on that's up. Let's cool. take a couple pictures. And, of course, I had fun with them, but... We do our you know, shows. I felt bad that I had to blow them off when I was coming up the steps. <laughs> You know, we do our shows and then we hang out after the show and take pictures with everybody. But if I'm on a rush to get somewhere, that's that's, that's when it becomes a problem. Like in Vegas, like after the UFCs, it becomes a real problem because there'll be a thousand people waiting in line. I'm like, folks, I can't. I got to go. I'm meeting my and, friends. And then they got yeah. the ones and that they are, get pissed off. Me. Like get, a guy wrote something about me on Facebook. See, where know? where I, you know what? But Today. you can't concern yourself because. No, I, I mean, I, guy, can. If I, I don't, don't like. I don't like to blow somebody off. They're legitimately happy to see me. No, but you know what? There's a thousand people. It's, it's really fucking hard. Yeah. I'll blow them or off. Or even a hundred. When, if you're when in a rush. somebody goes dice, will you take a picture? And all of a sudden, their friend's standing. I go, well, how long does it take to take? Oh, oh, it was on the filming by accident. That's why I go. Picture's over. You know what I mean? Get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Even like if, if they're it, fans. Even no, if they're I don't fans. give a fuck who they are. If you want a Get picture, right, take bitch. a picture. No, wow. they do it on purpose with they the do? filming. Yeah, because you know, and the, oh, so they, they have more time with you. Know, you? you know how many? T- no, to get that little piece of fucking footage, I can't take it with the oh. phones no Some more. Some creepy guy puts it on the, online all the time. I have. To yeah, it's like you know what? Take the picture. It's a nice moment. I get it, but don't start with being Scorsese and doing a fucking yeah. feature film with me. The guy got <laughs> mad know? at me. He was like, "You don't want you. You don't want to be up on YouTube." I'm like, "Not by you." God, no. Fucking he, he asshole was, human He was just beings. filming me and Valerie. And he was like, and he would put it up, this is Dice's wife. This oh, Jesus. Yeah, he's real creepy. And, oh. and he did it. Yeah, like, but you know what? Too. It's like, what you're you in doing, the public right? eye. I try to be as cool as I can with people. But then you get the asshole when you're doing, like, I, I, I really refuse to do most meet and greets. Because there's always going to be the guy that wants to put me in a headlock. Yeah. And he's, and he's always going to regret it. And I don't yeah. care who it is. Why do dudes like to do that? It's because, so you know, like. Look, you you're, you're a guy like me. You got an attitude about yourself. You got a tough image about yourself. So they want to challenge you in front of that chick. 
if yeah. they get to meet you, instead of being cool and taking the picture, they want to out macho you. And yeah. that's where, and I don't care who it is. I don't care if he's fucking Godzilla. You're going to pay the price for that. Yeah. And right in front of your chick, I don't care if I embarrass you. I don't care how big you are. I have no fucking fear of it. How many times have you been in fistfights because of that? Attitude? Um, I, I've, I've had enough problems. I've been sued enough and, you know. But now that those things are past me, I could move on to the next group of fights. It is, awesome. it is hard to, to just See, just I used to run see you. That's why I would laugh when I would see you, like, flipping out on people. Because I'm yeah. going, thank God there's somebody else in the business <laughs> that has no fucking patience for these assholes. And this is a guy that'll follow people out and yeah. go home with them and argue with them. <laughs> you know, I used to love that about Because I didn't know you. And the way I, I came to know you... I'm coming in the comedy store one night, and I hear it from the mic, you know, the stage. This guy just—you were burying someone. You weren't doing a bit. You were on somebody that you just didn't. Like. It was—it was Joe Rogan mean. Oh shit! And I just <laughs> loved it seeing somebody get fucking buried, you know, because you weren't trying to be clever. You weren't trying to be funny at that part. You wanted to dismantle this person piece by fucking piece. And I was just so happy and, and, and enjoyed it like I was hearing the funniest stuff ever. <laughs> and then when you were done, you got back into the act and you kept screaming about whatever you were, you know, your bits and about, you know, you know, fucking this chick. And, you know, <laughs> you know and, and I enjoyed that too. Oh! But, but to walk into a place and just see somebody so fucking angry. <laughs> and I never I met just... you. I never saw you on stage. <laughs> this was my first experience oh. with you that I had to sit down and watch and just laugh. Oh, thank you. Going, this guy is just enjoying destroying this guy with his chick. And, I, and I knew the guy deserved it. Well, there right. were so many assholes. Because he was, yeah, fuck store. you too. That was his big comeback. They had. You fuck me too? You want to tell me that outside, you motherfucker? <laughs> you want to be a big shot? You went into the whole fucking thing, and I was like, <laughs> oh, what a breath of fresh air. There was <laughs> no one that would monitor the room. The no. comics Nobody. were responsible. They, and it's one of the reasons why we all became so strong. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because me, you me, have no protection yeah. in there. Me and Brent Ernst and uh, Sam Tripoli, we did this gig together. It's always and good Mike to have Dunn. an Ernst around. Yeah, you know that. We, we, we love did, the Ernst. We did this gig, and uh, after, well, Ernst <laughs> gets off stage after Crush, and he looks at me and goes, Comedy store, motherfucker. And I was like, yeah, dude. You know, it's like th- that was a gym for us. Where sure. it was, it was Still so, is. And yeah. there were so many cunts. That place is a magnet for douchebag guys. Oh, where, my they God. They would come and yell out and try to disrupt the act. And, and girls, they that's were doing what it they the do. other night. I almost yeah, got Dina so D'Armand thought it was okay to heckle you know, You know what I love with Ernst? The, uh, who, who, who is he, Joey? His brother? No. Ernst. No. The, oh, Tony, the Tony, Tony, the roller skater. Tony, the oh, roller Tony skater. Roller skater. <laughs> I love that bit. I was like, his I, brother? I once oh, went, I made bit. Brett go on one night. I go, you don't understand. It's not when you actually start the, the roller skating part. It's you have to explain to the audience who Tony really is. <laughs> you got to get into his life more. Just because you're on stage, you can't be afraid to expand on Tony's life before you actually show them what he does at the roller skating rink. Right. You got to talk about his history, his family, you know, his likes, his dislikes, what makes him happy. He gave a 45 so, minute kind of bumper so Brett goes on one night 
and gets into Tony's whole life that the crowd is like, because this is my type of humor, that people are looking like, who the fuck is this guy that he's talking? And then he goes into the bit of Tony roller skating. But it was 20 minutes before he got to the so actual roller skating. Before the music kicks in, before anything. It's a great payoff, though. It it's really a great, is. It's a great it's a idea. Bit. I mean, we all know every Tony. You know, and Brent Ernst is such a good guy. We were working together at the improv, and he goes, hey, do you want me to not do that bit? Like I why? was like, why would I want you to not do That's that bit? That's the best bit. Yeah, he goes because I don't know. It's a real strong bit. I mean, it's maybe like you don't want to follow that. Puppet. And I go, oh please! I go, I want you to be as funny as you can be. I yeah, enjoy the that. Bigger, the That's better. what it's about. <clears throat> but that's a, it's a weird thing where someone for whatever Always reason thinking. people people want to equate what? filth. People want to equate other people's success with somehow or another that takes away from you. And I think that's crazy. Yeah, I it's agree. A, it's a weird disease that people have where you want to be the only person funny on the show. And you know and I know that there's a lot of comics that brings up guys on the road with them and they stack the deck. They yeah. put terrible comedians up, which is really not just I rude to their audience members. It's, it's rude, so rude. But it's yeah. also like so cowardly. Like they're, they're just, I know guys who bring up guys and these are national headliners who do big places and they bring up guys who shouldn't be allowed to ever do comedy. <laughs> I, I mean, and you watch this poor I've audience get assaulted with nonsense. With see, like nonsense in the, in the fucking the, the, the rhythm of a comic. Well, see what I like to do. Like when Norton was with me, a lot of times I would also have Steve Simone just working for me. You know, like road stuff. So I remember when we were doing the um, uh, Venetian, okay? Simone wasn't booked as a comic. You know, I had Norton to open for me and Norton's strong. So, you know, we're just backstage and we're going to start the show. And that's when I look at Simone and I go, you're on deck. And he goes, what are you talking? I go, go out and do your thing now. <laughs> because I wouldn't want them thinking about the act that they have. I just want them instantly to walk out and do that. I did it to Max, too, when he was younger. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, you know, because you know you got the guy coming on before you that's going to kill. So I like to take a newer guy, you know, to, to sort of train him in comedy and a guy that really has his shit together that I'm back there going, okay, you got to amp up. He's killing. Yeah. You know, like when yeah. Eleanor goes up, I know if the crowd is okay. I know if they suck. I know if they're great by the response she's getting because she's top notch. Right. You know what I mean? So when she goes out there, I know her stuff kills. So if they're just ha, 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 I'm like, all right, another shit crowd. You know what I mean? So you got to really be able to, to know your audience before you get out there. And the only way to do it is to have an, an unbelievably strong opener. Yeah. Because if you right. have somebody weak, you. if yeah. you have somebody weak, you can't judge the crowd by them because right. they're yeah. new. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Having a strong opener is very important. It, yeah, exactly. That sets up the whole show. Yeah. The people that don't do that are so silly. It's so dumb. It's a weakness. It doesn't make you look better. It makes so she look better worse. be strong in Chicago. I'll tell you that. I will be strong in Chicago. We threw Brian on stage. We threw Brian Redband on stage in uh, the biggest crowd he'd ever seen in, Red Band. in Atlanta. I thought it was Redman. Red well, Band. you, you Red keep Band. calling yeah, him yeah. that. But. So why didn't we he threw tell him on? That's why we laugh it's, at you when you say it. Uh, Redman's a normal name. No, Redband. Redband. No, no, I get it now. But I, I've been calling him Redman. Correct you gave him it's whatever, whatever you want it to be. We threw. No, no, I don't want it to be whatever. He loves you. I want it to be what you need. He'll change his name for you. I'll tell. He's Redman red now. Man. We're gonna make it red. Somebody find Redman on Joey Twitter, J, sure my new buddy. It's a rap. Double J, I know. Double J Rogan. Thank Double you. J Rogan. That's my new shit. Double J. Juicy Joe. Shit. On the road. Double J. Picture. What? 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 <laughs> you got right I into it. I think I need it. to get some sort of a diamond chain, some sort of platinum yeah. and diamond, two J's together. Double J. Double J. It's a strong nickname for I, you. And just take pictures like this. Because I've been thinking about it mm -hmm. on a constant basis. Because every time I call you, I'm going. He's gotta have a nickname now. 
He's got to have one. I got to find out the middle name. Everybody has nicknames. You know, so Brian, but Double J is a cool name. It's Jesus. a good, yeah. but only by your friends. Yeah, only by your friends. Yeah, you don't let the crowd just can't call you, call you Double J. Uh, if it becomes that big, you'll have no I choice. I think it's too late. I think you just started a, a revolution. Oh no! No, Double J is a great name. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Juicy for short. Thanks, sweetie. You know what I mean? So it's a cool name for you. I like it. The Dice Man coming to St. Charles, Illinois. Dice Clay Showtime Special at the Arcata Theater on Saturday, August 25th. If you're in Chicago, you need to go and check this yes. shit out. If you're not in Chicago, you need to get on a fucking plane and go and check this shit out. And if you go to O-Shows, O-S-H-O-W-S dot com, or you can call the theater. The number for the theater is 630-962-7000. I'll say it again. Six three zero nine six two seven thousand. That's not hard to remember, bitch. Relax. Damn. Who are you and, the people are listening. Uh, so uh, this is your to? first special in seventeen fucking years. Wow. Do you have a new name for it? The special? Yeah. Do you, is it? Have you named it yet? Yeah, I have. Did you? Is it going to be a surprise? No, it's exciting. I'm glad. You don't know the name of the special. You're with me. I know, but we, there... it's called Dice Indestructible. Indestructible. You see, you yeah. change like it back. It. Change yeah. it back? It's, no, don't talk about other eh, names. Don't talk about you other need, names. There's no reason because that's the name. Well, okay. What if you had yeah. like a Twitter contest to say like, you know, Ooh. what the name would be? Well, Ooh. you know, we could. Do, all right. So on the real dice clay, that's send me what you think, even though I'm going to use what I already know. <laughs> then <laughs> you know? why would they do it? And what are the options? Oh, no. What, uh, are the options? what if they come up with something um, good? Well, what are the options? Well, let me hear. Let me hear what they got to Unbelievable. say. Unbelievable. Okay. You know, the last time I did Indestructible is pretty fucking good. Indestructible because yeah. I feel I've been through a lot. I feel my fans have been through a lot. Yeah. You know, so, so I really... And, and this show there. is yeah. such a rock and roll vibe. You know, I really want to create what I would call, you know... The most exciting stand-up special I've ever done. That's what I want to give people. You How know, hard just, was it for you to go through all that censorship stuff when MTV banned you because you were talking about feminine hygiene products? I mean, it, it, it was so over well, the you know top what it was? and ridiculous. When, when my career took off, like, like for the first 10 years when I, was, when I was just doing the clubs around the country and honing my act and I would get write-ups from local papers... They would write me up like in newspapers, like the Hoodlum of Yuma, right. things like that. Oh, like it yeah. was all it was all positive stuff. And then they write about the act. the The day after my HBO special aired, "The Dice Man Cometh," the LA, the New York Times put the headline: "The Demise of Western Civilization." <laughs> See, I, 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 I never no, but they ripped the they ripped the whole show apart, and I wasn't prepared for it because. As I was coming up as a comic, I wasn't thinking I want to be a controversial comic. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking. I just did the act I wanted to do. So it was like almost like getting a, you know, a sucker punch. I didn't see it coming. So when all that media backlash happened, I was like, don't they get I'm just a comic? I'm not running for office here. I'm a comic. Right. Well, there was something they, they, you know, they felt like you were being hateful. There was like hateful well, towards no, gays it, it's or just hateful they, towards foreigners and... You know, there was there was moments where people were just really overreacting, and I was like, "How come that's okay in rap music, or it's okay?" In well, a no, movie? that all came after it. See, yeah. it, all that heavy rap, all the NWA. shows like South Park, all right. the controversial shows came after me. So now yeah. that I survived all that, when I went through it, was that pre two live crew? What's that? Was that um, pre-two live crew at the same, same time, time? Wasn't it? Yeah, it was around the same time. Because I remember you being connected to that and yeah. arguments about. Obscenity. Oh, you know how many rap songs I'm in? Yeah, I mean, even the song uh, by that uh, one dance e- song. Dun, 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 EMF. Un- 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 oh, 
did EMS, they, did they EMS, ask for permission right. for that, or did EMF, they just use it? I let them sample me because they called my office and said they're writing a song about me. They're defending me. You know, yeah. so we, we allowed them awesome. to, to sample me. <laughs> Can you imagine? You know, that? and That's that beautiful. song. That's crazy. That's oh, they, they wanted me to present them. With, they won for best song of the year with MTV, and they wanted me to be the presenter, and still MTV wouldn't let me on at the they time. They still have. Uh, did they let it go now? Yeah, they, 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 they unbanned me last year when it's I did Entourage. so stupid. But, but in a way, so I understand what stupid. happened because I, when I went on MTV and did what I did, you know, it was at a time when nobody did that and there was no beeping. Yeah. You know, even my manager at the time, Sandy Gallen, called me up and said, I thought that was just on my television. Like he couldn't believe the language, <laughs> you know, and the banning for life was one of the greatest things that ever happened to me. <laughs> You know, I went from, you know, I, from doing one show at a 20,000-seat arena to three shows that weekend. You know, and I was like, do I don't give a fuck. I'm not today? a singer. No. To, to, today it's no. different. Today no. you don't need them anymore. They're not as important. The, well, the, you doing uh, The Tonight Show is not nearly as impactful as you doing a podcast. Well, that's that something I'll never have show? to worry about. Yeah. yeah. If you did The Adam Carolla Show, it would have more impact than it would to do The Tonight Show. Because fucking chandelier head... An, another comic that won't put on any comics that'll shine. That's, Jay Leno is yeah. chandelier That's head. Oh, he's very a good, big dumb ding, ding, fuck. Ding, 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 ding. You know what? You know, I, you know, I never did Letterman either, but I don't have anything against him. I think he's great at his show. Right. But Leno was always the type. Like I talk about the comics I don't like. Mm-hmm. He was never a type to want to help his fellow comics. So that's why when he brings a comic on, they don't become superstars. Because, number one, a lot of them don't even have the chops to be on a show like that yet. So they'll do okay. Well, doesn't so, he help Norton a lot? And, and, now. Well, Norton's that's an exception. New. Norton's that's an right exception. Now. That's new. You know, and I he like does a lot doing. of on-the-street stuff. And Norton became a star before he ever went on Leno. Right. But Leno doesn't look to, hey, sit down like Johnny would do. I see what you're saying. So and, he doesn't create stars. He doesn't. He's not looking he to. He, o- he only so gives. Sad. This it's fucking really guy sad. only cares about him. Trust me on that. If you really stop and think about that, if you are a comic and you do have a show where you occasionally have comics on, wouldn't you well, want like to promote all your friends? No, well, he doesn't it, give like a Like you do it. And yeah. Yeah. Chelsea let me tell you something. Handler does yeah. it. When, Leno knew me for years when I, when I was struggling and he was already a big comic. He was already co-hosting Carson. And when my career took off, he would badmouth me to newspapers, and I got hold of this fucking boulder head in the improv, <laughs> and I said, trust me when I tell you this, next time I won't be talking to you. You won't even see me coming I if you ever it. open your fucking mouth I again. I love that expression. And he goes, trust me when I tell and he you goes with his stupid voice, you know, that yeah. high-pitched, I can't even do this asshole. Hey, I'm in my 62 Mustang. Yeah, he goes, yeah. N- neither <laughs> I, he goes we weren't expecting to become up. the stars that we... And I go, let me tell you something. Maybe you weren't expecting to become a big-time guy, but I knew exactly where the fuck I was going. You know, and it's guys like that that I don't like because they really don't look to help even the guys they bring on. Well, it's he's just filling those five minutes like he's supposed to. He's always been friendly to me when I've done the show, so yeah. I can't say anything bad about the guy. But he's that a does, fucking uh, hump, and I, it's okay that you like <laughs> just like I don't know. I don't know. Him. He's a fuck, like, when you know, was the last time you did a Leno shot? I did it like a year ago, maybe. Uh, yeah, when when Fear Factor was back on, I did it with Ron Paul. Yeah, but oh, wow. but, but yeah. a guy like you who's had I series, you yeah. know, after series Fear Factor. Yeah, but I don't, don't, don't want to go on. Well, maybe that's why you're friends. Yeah, with I'm him. not asking to go on it. Yeah, I don't. The I don't last try time to go I saw this guy, anything. The last time I saw right. him, I was doing this. Uh, I was hosting this late night show with uh, Judd Nelson for one day, and all of a sudden, somebody comes over and he goes, uh, 
Leno wants to say hello. And this was after I had a fight with him years earlier. So I go over to the set, you know, and he's standing on the stage. No one's there. And I'm just bullshitting with him. I go, so when are we doing the show? And he goes, we need to set it up. You know, I go, well, let's set it up. It's only been 20 years, you know. Right. And uh, he goes, no, we're going to do it. And, of course, it never happened. I'm like, what this asshole want me to see him on his set? You know, like, I get it. You're hosting a fucking talk show that, to me, is old fucking hat. You know what I mean? And, and that's just how I feel about him. When you don't help your fellow comics and you're in a position like, like Carson was years ago when he'd bring yeah. a comic on, mm -hmm. he would fucking... He was so Everything confident about who he was, right? right? Yeah. That's right. He was just so confident that when he'd bring on a Rodney or a, or any new comic, you know. He wanted you to if shine. The guy, if the guy Joe shines, he'd go, come on over, sit down. And he'd let him shine even more. It wasn't like, oh, I'm giving him too much time away from You're on the show every night for 90 fucking minutes. Give a guy five minutes to make it. You know what I mean? Right. And yeah. that's where Leno and him are two different men. Right. Because, you know, Letterman does it. He brings on the guys. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 Kimmel does Kimmel it. They does all do it. it. Well, they I, laugh, think, you know. I think there's a few guys that know, first of all, they um, get loves it. It. how yeah. few slots there are and how much competition there is. And mm -hmm. no one's more aware of that than Jay. This Jay guy's is interested in buying his next old Volkswagen and making it look Ferguson's like a hot rod. Good too. Those old cars. But I won't badmouth him because you're a friend of fuck. his, so I'm going to let it go. No, I, 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 Calm I, I, down. I'm, Calm he's always down. been nice to me on his exactly. show. That's all I exactly. Say. So I should But I've never, here. I didn't grow up with him. You know, I mean, I didn't come Believe me, I'll see him again. I'll tell him how you oh! feel. You know, fucking He's jerk a, off. I don't, you know. Please Real fucking nerd. jerk off. Oh, it's weird that he doesn't have anything out there that you could buy. He's a comic, but we're, it's hard to buy a Jay Leno CD. It's not like he comes out with new material. Week? Well, he does his show on The Tonight Show. He does that monologue, and he no. does his shows outside, but he recycles the same act for the most part. Apparently, he doesn't want to do a special because, well, we do a special. Okay, yeah, it cost me three hundred. You know, like, uh, then I can't well, do that act good anymore. Friend. You know no, what? He's a how good about guy. Enjoying, <laughs> you're funny. How about enjoying what you do? But it's do? true. He doesn't, you know what, but I mean? what I'm saying is he doesn't put out material, which, yeah. is, which is odd. And I, his, his reasoning for it is that it would cost him money because yeah. he, he couldn't do that act anymore. He'd have to write a whole new act. I thought that was really odd, but, but he's known like when he was young. As That's a, what I like about Seinfeld because with with all his fame and everything, he still gets out there and he does the stand up. Yeah. And, yeah. and as far as the cleaner guys, I would have to say he's just you well, know, he's a, a master at that kind of job. Yeah, he's right? the yeah. best. But that stuff never makes me laugh as much as your kind of stuff. That I I don't want well because I, I, I but but what I, I see observational stuff and it's it's interesting, it's funny, but it's not ridiculous. But I go from what's you behind know? closed doors. Yeah. These, yeah. you know, like Seinfeld. Well, not just that. You, it's ridiculous. You, well, some of it, ridiculous. yeah, yeah. And I ridiculous love that. is beautiful. It's fun. It's silly. Preposterous, I it's, believe. Yeah, the word. It's, 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 your show is so silly. It's so fun. Like we had such <laughs> a great fucking time. There's so much shit that you're saying that it just we're howling. It's just so well, ridiculous. Well, like you that brought up earlier with with Norton when you were laughing at that one yes. particular bit. I know the bit. Yeah, that's the stuff Norton goes crazy from oh, yeah. because oh. he knows. Yeah. There was absolutely no thought. <laughs> there were no facts. But it flows you know. great. It's funny. It fucking, you know, that to no me facts. is, I, I, I love Jerry Seinfeld. I think he's a great comedian. I think he was great as an actor on that show. Sure. But if I had a choice between seeing him or you, I'd always see you. I, that's not, well, I appreciate I, that. that and I understand is, why, because yeah. I know the kind of guy you are. And yeah. I know that's why you would come see me, because oh, you yeah. know... I'm going to deliver what you need for your laughs. Yeah, it's, I, I appreciate it as a, you know, like at that form I'm of really stand-up comedy. I didn't You're throw, like a real I, pioneer. I, I'm sorry I didn't throw somebody out for you. 
throw somebody out. You well, did. We did. You oh, did, I did throw, throw somebody, somebody out that night. Yeah, yeah, like within the first two minutes. Right when we started. What happened? Right to the minutes. right. Your your right. Your lower right. <laughs> there was a, a a drunk asshole, and you're like, oh, this is not gonna work. I can tell you right now, this is not what, gonna was work. Was it a dice mean moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy mean? was the guy was hammered. Because I had to yell at him oh, first, wait, and then yeah, you came all right, out. I got it. Remember he when he got up and walked out, he couldn't even. He didn't know what the fuck was even happening. He was so drunk. Well, that's why I want him out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Don't don't try to help me up there. You couldn't have worked with that guy. I, no, there's I There's certain couldn't. guys that are just so hammered. There's nowhere. You, you yeah, know and, and, I thought I calmed him down. <laughs> and then I thought, you know, with the band coming out, that he would be cool. And they know? think it's a joke and when I say I'm going to throw you out. Yeah. I'll give him a chance. Yeah. You know, I'll always give him a chance. Go sit in the corner. What about the night I start <laughs> going the to, corner to the back of the theater? Sit in the corner Yeah, what about corner. when I start going to the back of the theater when oh the guy got me mad? walked out to go yeah, at a guy. I left the mic. I went after him. what are you doing? You know, Let because there was a guy security. in the back of the room. Why would you do that? There was a guy in the back of the room, got on my nerves, and Australian, I'm going, get security out of this. Get this guy out of here. And nobody's coming. So I go, look, I'll throw you out personally. I don't care. I don't know what you look like. I don't know what, you know, I'm coming to get you. And I just went <laughs> towards the back. And by the time I was nearly there, they had security pulling the guy out. Yeah. Oh, my you know. God. Oh, when I, oh, you want to hear the best? Oh, <laughs> oh this is great. I, a couple of weeks ago, I'm at Governors in Long Island. Uh-huh. And like, you know, now and then I get the real asshole. And there's a guy with dark glasses like me. And he's fucking drunk and being an asshole. So I said, open your fucking mouth again, and I'll throw you the fuck out of here. Let's see what happens. You know, and the guy's just yelling. He don't even know what he's yelling. So, you know, they got tough guys working at Governors. So they come to throw the guy out. After the show, Don Jameson goes, you missed the greatest thing I ever saw at one of your shows. I go, what happened? He goes, you know the guy you threw out? He was blind. (laughs) I go, what? He goes, not only was he blind, he was fighting for the guys here. Going, fucking dice, I'll kick his fucking ass, I'll dare him talk to me like that. And these guys couldn't hold him down. They said he had, like, retarded strength, (laughs) you know. And he's swinging his fucking stick at them. He's swinging the stick. I go, well, you know, it's not like he had a dog with him that I could know he's blind. All I know is he was a drunk asshole, and he got what was coming to him. You know what I mean? But, you know, I would have liked to see that, at least, to get it on film. You know, that's a great YouTube piece that I, they're filming anything. Why didn't the guy take out his phone and film them fighting him so he could put it on YouTube? He didn't even see them coming to throw him out. We're eventually all going to have those Google goggles on and you won't need a YouTube or an, I, uh, no, an iPhone. Gonna it's like, gonna, we're going to film everything you see through your eyes. Yeah. You know, they're, already, well, they're already working on it. The chip's already going to yeah. get in? Yeah, there's just no privacy this Google, This Google goggles is legit, man. They, they, you put it on. It's got a little small lens in the corner. It's like you're a fucking Terminator. It's like you have this readout. Uh, you, can, you could get navigation. And you every take photos. is going to buy it. You could take <laughs> photos. I'm Hi. good. I know. You're gonna make video. You're gonna be able to broadcast. What happened the video. to figuring shit out? Wait, what happened to fun? Well, what happened to progress and technological innovation? It's gonna keep going. Uh, You're not uh. gonna stop it. You, if you want a car, you got to well, deal with I'm the consequences of people wanting time travel. Okay, because it all comes from the same place. You do have time it all comes from people airplanes. figuring out amazing shit. People figure out amazing shit, and they never stop. They will never fucking stop ever. And Google goggles is going to lead to Google contact lenses, which is going to lead to Google neural implants, which is going to lead to who knows what kind of the fucking... Which is going to lead to my yeah. retirement. Yeah, I'm getting those kind of implants. Well, I'm That's fucking it. Lo- Are you getting those? Yeah, I'll see why what? not. Get some tits. Like Pamela Before you die, what the fuck? She Save always talks like about it. You know what I mean? 
Just you know, she's she's don't, a very nice girl. What she don't do? Don't stuff your ass though. She's she's only she's don't only what? your ass. Don't oh, do, I don't have an ass. That's what I'm saying. You don't yeah. understand her dimensions. You don't yes. under, She's not built for big tits. You don't she, know she's that. A, She's got plenty. She's got oh no, you're around. eight and a half feet wide. You're eight. You're, you're eight inches. Eight and a half I have inches not eight wide. Eight and a half feet wide. If you measure Please. her, her it's width, not a broad woman, and her depth, I need to stretch the amount. You know, she. I'm telling you, look at it. She's have you great. seen what Kim Kardashian has done to her ass? I don't pay any attention. Yeah, but apparently there's new video of it. I don't like Armenian. And some some guy on YouTube and said it looked like she was wearing a diaper filled with pudding. She's uh, got another Wait, ass job. She's got her real? ass larger. No, no doubt. I don't know no why doubt. she quit the she film. She probably had a, a half a decent. Well, she only had <laughs> you know one I mean? shot at I it. I mean, I don't mind I the reality she show. Wants more videos. Yeah, yeah I mean, that fucking movie she made, she was on the money. Wouldn't it be great to watch her fuck one of those giant super athletes that she fucks? No, like, I want her to no, stay away from that. Even the movie she did. Let her play with Kanye. Even that movie she did, like, nobody really talks about it enough. You know, I mean, because she was a natural. Great work. Well, Great she's work. a natural attention whore. She no, but what Reggie I'm saying Bush. is, yeah. she ruined why work. quit cinema now that you got your TV show? Well, she thinks that that got her to cinema. the dance, but there's more money legitimately in commercials, like for Skechers when you go to the airport and you, when you go to put your fucking wallet in the bin. You look I at would Kardashian's much ass. rather <laughs> see her suck on dick check from this morning ass. noon I would, night. too. Let me see the ass. Look at it. You gotta, this is it's really, it's really strange. Yeah, it's really strange. Watch. Look at her ass. What? I mean, it doesn't even look real. Like, watch. Watch when they, they focus on it. Like, what? Hi, Kim. How can they focus? Check it, check it, check it. Here we go. What's that? What the fuck is that? <laughs> what the fuck is that? She's wearing a diaper filled with pudding. Joe, you're right? right. I'm right. Never Back it up that. a little bit, Brian. Wait, Back it up a, a little bit. Can we do it in slow motion? She's, listen, she, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not hating. Dude, this part is the boring part. You want to get past this? Yeah. And you want to go to the other... Yeah, here. Not this part. How does From here on, again? this is this is where it's crazy. Slow motion. Like, let's, look what's going on there. What's that? <laughs> That's not even real. That is not real, man. She's doing something crazy she, because it doesn't match her legs. She, she looks like the penguin uh, in that Batman movie. Dude, it's not real because her upper body's Holy not changing. Shit. Her arms aren't changing. She's stuffing her ass like a turkey. It's, it's just craziness. It's absolute, complete madness. Which, by the way, get, she had a beautiful body to begin with. You know what it is? Yeah, they sure. get so affected that yeah. they can't do enough. Like when they blow out their lips yeah. like Betty Boop. Yeah, you know what I mean. They uh, do that whole, you know, with the fucking. Yeah, lips. that's sad. The, the, Hard. None of it works. Hard. The the lips don't work. Look, you want to especially get for a young girl, somebody that doesn't need the shit. But tits work. Does work. Yeah, yeah but, but well, she doesn't yes, have the frame like my to brother. support it. You shouldn't do it. You should get the tits. I mean, she I, does I wouldn't not do have the chick. frame. I probably would have already I done do. it. I do. I, I should about. have do done you? it. I do have the frame. If I was a girl, I'd probably have giant tits. I'd probably have 38 double Ds. Uh, dude, I'm going to put Hey, look, I'm I'm I'd fuck till I had the biggest I'm house in Bel Air if I was a chick. I wouldn't even think of work. That's how big. We'll put little crutches in front of me and I'll walk like that. Wheelers? Yeah. Put some wheels yeah, on. Yeah, she always talks about it. I love it. But that's. Here's the 300. Go snap them on. 300. The, the breasts, breasts, uh, breasts are somewhat acceptable. Course, like, I would, uh, every man would prefer natural breasts. Breasts are somewhat acceptable, but there's nothing. The, the ass is wrong. It's wrong. I you're making, I you're doing something ass, crazy. So I don't care. I, especially when a woman can have really nice legs just by working out. That's what we yeah. like. And I don't know about yeah. you, but the I ass do work is out with kettlebells, yeah. by the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Check out this ass. Katy Perry the is other day at one ass? of those water parks. Uh, her, she lost her uh, bottoms. She has big Let me see. Bubbies. Where? Here, let me get to it right. Sure, do you have it, bitch? Right here. She has big boobies too. Uh, ah, come on. 
<laughs> oh, that's, that, that's Photoshop. No, son. no, it's not. There's there's a lot of them. There's Are you a sure? Lot, yeah, there's yeah, a lot of photos. Is, I would. There's, peop, there's people just. Taking I would photos. pull her right out of that pool and lick it. You know what? This is where we think wrong. the same way, Joe. I think that, but first of all, <laughs> I don't, I don't buy way. that that just happened and she's out swimming with that, a bunch I, of fucking No, it was a This is all ad. it's about. This is a publicity stunt. It looks like the little girl right. for the They did it on purpose. Yeah. They're trying to get more people to go see her movie. The box office returns probably weren't what they expected. So let's find out more about Katie Out. Now that we've seen her ass, this is her movie. Oh, God. I'm not buying it, goddammit. it. I, I'm not buying it either. I love all of you. You know, I don't buy it, but I enjoy it. I do too. She's got you know a fantastic I mean? ass. If yeah. I had an ass like that, I'd want the world to yeah. see it. Yeah, dip your dick like in and move too. on. I'll That's show all. Everybody. I'm not show afraid. everybody right now. You know what I mean? New stream. New stream. New stream. It, can I show my butt? But you just showed. Yeah. What, what's this? You can show get, an ass. What, what was that? To get Valerie Russ, has a picture Russell of my Crow ass back? on her uh, Was that Facebook? to get fucking Russell Crowe? It wasn't Russell Crowe. This is the new guy dipping his dick in and You know what I mean? All these filthy fucking slobs out there. His wife gave me a spray tan. She has a um, oh, and she wouldn't let me film Beauty that day. Pain. Are you enjoying it? And she took a picture of me and put it on Facebook. Yeah, my good? wife does all the hair and makeup. She does, it's she's on got Facebook. A Beauty, Beauty is pain. Beauty is pain. It's, she's unbelievable, but she's like just practicing. So she got the spray and tan I'm machine. And I'm so white that it looks hilarious. So she paints you orange? Yeah, no, but it's what she orange. did, she put a tent should, in the backyard. Uh-huh. The other day, Red Band will a tent. Find it. She put a Don't tent. Don't you shut shut up? You shut up! I'm trying to promote Valerie. Oh, come on, please. Do you believe what I got to go through? Next time, no girls. I'm nice enough to put her on your show. Yeah, no girls. You know, and she just has zero respect for men. You got to know when to talk. I do know when to talk. When somebody's being an asshole. So, (laughs) you know, I came home on Saturday from, you know, with Max and, uh, so she had like a barbecue with a, a spray tanning party. (laughs) Uh huh. But I wasn't allowed to film a look because they like got to get undressed. And, uh, Miss Panties comes out. You know, just in her panties. I'm not shy. That's the and problem. I'm like, I can't film this. <laughs> you know, I can't. You know, I need the footage here. You right, know what I mean? Right, right. Because you know, that's like the one thing Eleanor's got going on. You know, the back. The she rear. got a big ass. There's well, a guy that on uh, Twitter that says that Kim Kardashian actually got an X-ray of her ass to show and prove that I, it's real. I thought she did that. I thought his name is Ryan. Well, you know what? Then she's just eating too I much mostly. ranch dressing. I'll say it again, Ryan. I mostly. Nah, there's no way. It doesn't. <gasps> there's my wife. What? There's Eleanor. How come there's? How's there a picture? <laughs> Valerie did. Where'd the picture come from? It's on uh, Red Band found your it. wife's uh, Eleanor, Twitter. You have a fine dumper. <laughs> yeah, you see what I mean. And um, so is it, is it, is the there more? There's another one. Don't look at it. Oh my God, Valerie! I thought there was only one. Is there any so more? So full of shit. You told us about it. You no, knew no, he was going to search for it. Girls are so goddamn predictable. Oh, I can't believe you're seeing my nice body in a photographic form that Wait, I thought she was online. I told you it was online, and now you're looking at it. That's crazy. I thought crazy. she only had one up there. Yeah, I don't t- care. I took the picture for her. Us. You do care. So I, what's, because what's I want to promote Facebook? her stuff. Just say what the fucking Facebook is. Beauty is pain. You. you wanted everybody That's to it? see That's it? Just beauty ass. is pain? Right? You beauty is pain. Right Eleanor, there. Look. Oh, okay. You wanted everyone to see your And what's the PGW about then? Isn't that a code? This show's a clusterfuck. This show's a total clusterfuck. 
Do you like the Olive Garden invitation? Next time, I have to, uh, I have time to go. No, no girls. No girls. Bullshit. Why no girl? I'm you, not really Dice a girl. not allowed to come yeah, with girls. Goes, it's too, too much animosity, too much history between you guys, too much cr- crossover where you don't realize it's a podcast. You're both talking at the same time. Exactly. It's too crazy. I'm, I'm trying to promote Can't a special. I'm going to come on He's by myself. Let, that's yeah, going to help please. you. I'm going to come on by myself. See how you're just overlapping? Oh, you will. Okay. You're just overlapping. <laughs> you're just overlapping. Guess who's fired? Jesus. Guess who's fired? Fine. Now you're fired. That's the you're Dice fired. Man coming to St. Charles, Illinois. Andrew Red Band, Dice you're looking Clay, for a Showtime gig? Showtime special. Yeah. The Arcada Theater on Saturday. Don't steal my employees, man. <laughs> Saturday, August 25th. The Arcada Theater. Go to O-Shows. That's O-S-H-O-W-S dot com. All, or call the theater at 630-962-7000. You want to be there. You want to be there for history. He says this is his last special. I say bullshit because if it was anything like what I saw in Vegas, people are going to fucking demand you produce well, more But it's that. not that I'm not retiring or anything. More special, sir. More I specials. plan on touring a lot. Good, that's beautiful. What, that's what I really want to do. Well, listen, that's what I want to say, man. It was a fucking awesome you know, if time seeing you. In Vegas, I was just going to say, it's, I, I, I love that there's guys like you out there. It's, it's so important to me it's, as, a, as a, a person who loves stand-up comedy. And as, even if I never did stand-up again in my whole life, I'm a fucking fan of it. I love it. And going to see you live no, thank you. was I really fun. It was, I agree. Yeah, and, and don't think I didn't love that you guys were there. I know. Because when, sure, you're, when sure. your fellow comics yeah, yeah, come yeah. to see you, <laughs> you know, it's like exciting. So. Yeah. You know that was, that show was for you and the guys. Yeah, we, uh, we you know loved that it. performance was about you and the guy. Yeah. I couldn't care less if everybody else left the room. It it, it fires me up uh, creatively when I go see a show. Like the last time I saw a show before yours was Norton's. And it, it just gets me so fired up to, to perform and to write, you know, and I think that we really, comics really feed off other comics and we get inspired by other comics. So to really be able to sit down and have a, a, a to watch a real show was really a lot of time, a lot, no, a lot of fun, you. man. I just want to say thank you. And thanks to Eleanor for interrupting whatever Dice And everybody knows we were kidding. Why do you say it like that? that? Just kidding. Come on. We everybody knows kidding. we were kidding. Yeah, we're all kidding. Yes, we love, each love each other. We Eleanor. all love each other. And Eleanor really is. I mean, I don't know how much better you got, but when I saw you in early Irvine, which was more than two years ago. It's got to be. Yeah, because I'm almost, well, February will be six years. Yeah, I was really blown away. I mean, you were really professional Thank already. You. But you know what it was? It's like you saw so much shit comedy. Go to the best You saw college. so many, yeah, you saw so many old dying road hacks that would do the same act for decade after decade. Right. They'd do Nixon jokes and shit. And you'd be like, what uh-huh. It's 2000. It's 2000. And people were doing jokes about Ford. Nobody oh. knows who Ford is. But it was back when Eleanor was working there. Oh. I was waiting to um, And, you know, you were, it's, it's awesome that you're doing comedy because it was beautiful to watch you on stage that night. I was like, finally, you know, you nailed but it. After thank you a million times. She is for your support. And uh, without Andrew's help no, and all that. It's bullshit. She always wanted to do comedy and she's great at it. Really you got to do it and, yourself. You know, and you every night before it. she goes yeah. on, we, we, we pound each other. You know, and nice. I open the curtain for her. I never miss a show, no matter right. what's going on. And it's, it's just so great to to have, like, the feeling that I know my open is going out and killing. Right. And it's just somebody that happens to be family to me. Right. right. You know what I mean? And yeah. then, of course, with Max. And now Max we have the L.A. Rocks. Now yeah. we got L.A. Rocks, and, and my boys are just fucking slamming it. 
I've been trying so, to tell all my comedian friends that hate the road. I'm like, you got to go out with other friends. You got to go out with your boys. It's the only way to do it's it. It's the only way to do it. You're wasting your time. If you go out and you work with some local headliner who wants to blow you You'll off the stage. You'll kill yourself. Yeah, and they, and they step on your material on purpose. I mean, mm-hmm. it happens to a lot of my friends. They'll do gigs, and a guy will see their act the first night, and the second night they bring up the same subjects on purpose. They try to kill their best bits. What? Yeah, because they want to have a better set than you. He knows. He's yeah. not a dummy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. He's from Brooklyn. You're yeah. right. I'm, a, Com- I'm very spoiled being with Andrew. I'm yeah. Very well in that, of like course. you know, I yeah. go out, I, he lets me do my own thing. And the crowd, yeah, I love how to just. Go, I always tell her, just, just feel, just. And really you know what I'll tell her? You know, I never give her. Says. I never give her a time. I just say, when you peak, yeah, just get off. Listen, I'm gonna say it right now. You guys both together need a podcast. You know how fucking easy it would be. <laughs> this is all it? you need. This is all you need. I an can't iPhone, an I'm, iPhone. I'm, I'm, what? You on a plane? But listen, listen. You're on a plane. You are in a restaurant. You where you're you're in your hotel room. Wherever you are, you're having an argument. Turn on your iPhone. Turn on your fucking iPhone and record the argument, and then just put. Dice versus Eleanor and put it on iTunes. And anytime you guys get in an argument, you record Dice versus Eleanor and have it a fucking long running gag of real arguments. You can't fake your arguments, but that, yeah. oh, that would be that no, would be even fucking today, hilarious. Like she's gonna get yelled at for just talking at the same time, yeah. like not letting somebody well, finish. Well, Brian Callen, Chris D'Elia, and uh, Will Sasso have this 10-minute podcast. It's oh, a great idea. It. It's only 10 minutes. So with you guys, you'd never know what kind of an argument you're into. It might be a half an hour. It might be the, the yeah, podcast might be... that's not fun be, for me. Oh, she annoys me. Oh, but, you annoy me. But it's fun no, for but us. you annoy me more. I'm no, the, but you annoy me. You jump at me boss. for no reason. You're, Dice so what? versus... I'm your boss. 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 Should not, that's, that's not a way to treat an employee. Right, Max? Am I not the boss? You are the boss, yeah. That's right. I'm the boss. But you don't let him treat how, you like how come shit? my son knows when to talk and when not to Dice talk? Dice versus Eleanor. But you, got, you just go Twitter. and go and go. I do go and, and go. Then and then it's go. the threat of the brother. I'll tell my brothers. I do I'll not. I'll tell my brothers. Forget, forget Eleanor. You're going to be quiet for a moment here. Yeah. Thanks, Dice. Thanks for doing the show. I really appreciate You're it. You're welcome, a, Joe. A longtime fan. It's an honor to be your friend. It's an honor to have you on the and podcast. And I feel the same exact way and about we you. we would you know love that. to have full death squad support of the Dice Man Comet to St. Charles, Illinois. Go out there, folks. Buy those tickets. I'm telling you from the bottom of my heart as a comic who's been a comic for almost 25 years, that was a great fucking show. And me and Jim Norton, two longtime professionals, and Bobby Kelly, longtime professional, we fucking howled. We had a yep. great time, and you're love gonna you're gonna love Bobby it. Kelly. Love him; he's a great guy. You're gonna love it. Go out, go out and see it. Go to oshows.com. Go to the Arcada Theater, and the show times are at seven and nine thirty p.m. So go buy some tickets, you dirty bitches, and support the man. Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you. Thanks Joe. to onit.com for you, supporting our podcast. Thanks to Alienware for sponsoring us and giving us these badass fucking computers, uh, and uh, most important, not sponsoring us, rather providing well, us with computers. But you know what? I'll, I'll use one if they give me one. Yeah, well, I'll get you one. I'll get you one. I'll use that. They uh, they would love to have you use them. They're um they sponsor. This would what's important to me. They sponsor a lot of fighters. I was looking at that. I love I love the little face. Yeah, me too. And is that a ladybug? No, it's an alien. (laughs) Oh, it's an alien. Oh no, because it's it. It it looks like an alien. uh, They should make a, a dice model that's a ladybug. (laughs) <laughs> um, it's a it's a great computer if you like to play games. It if looks you want to play games, it's literally like a desktop c- computer. <clears throat> excuse me, a desktop gaming computer that you can carry around with you. Which can most you? laptops they don't have the uh, the the horsepower to to deliver like high speed graphics. So when you play games on them, they look shitty and clunky. But like you could go to MySpace and everything too. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> oh hell you can Email. Go to- 
Yeah, you can go to Friendster. You okay. can do whatever you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> just log in. Uh, You've got mail. Yeah, you can go and check out, <laughs> check out your AOL mail. Yeah, you can do whatever you want with it. It's a real computer. I mean, it's no, I like it. Windows. It's, uh, it's a great computer. I got to look at that. And as far, like I said, as far as gaming computers, they're top of the food Red chain. Red Band, you have one? Fantastic. Yeah. They yeah. gave you one? Yeah. yeah, he's got a 3D All right, one. So, so um, what's the guy's name? Uh, well, who, who the guy I deal with, his, his name is Cody from Alienware. Cody, Bri- listen, Brian Butler I, I, from Su- Sucker Punch Entertainment. Yeah, I need like three of them. Three of them. Inappropriate. Listen. Well, no, no, because I'm going to use them. I'm okay. going to show a lot of people it. Maybe if you start a <laughs> podcast or something, they'll there hook you, you up go. with three. It's going to be hard to get three out of them. No, but, but uh, they probably got them in the trunk. Probably, you know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. You know what I mean? Thanks to Onnit.com. If you're interested in any supplements, go to Onnit.com and check out what we've got to offer. Alpha Brain, Shroom Tech Sport, Shroom Take Immune, Bone Strong, a new bone density supplement. What, Joe Rogan? Yes. Did you know there's certain substances that have been shown to increase the fucking strength of your bone, son? Go get yourself uh, some kettlebells. Yeah, the guy you know man. with the kettlebells, uh-huh. I'll take a couple of them. That's me. I sell them. Oh, you sell them. Sell they're them. your brand? Yeah. They're like Rogan's? Well, we, we sell them on Onnit. I'm a, a part owner on Onnit.com. Double J yeah. Kettleball. Kettleballs? Kettleball. No, it's kettle, but it's kettlebell. Kettleball. Oh. Ball. Yeah, yeah, but you could have the, the double J kettleballs. <laughs> I don't think you'd want to hear that. <laughs> you know, and you give it like the look. Brian, you silly, silly, <laughs> silly bitch. Onnit.com for supplements. Use the code name Rogan. Try out the new Hemp Force protein powder. To answer questions, no, Hemp Force will not make you taste test positive for THC. You can take Hemp Force. It has no psychoactive substance in it whatsoever. But it does have maca, which makes your dick hard, and raw cocoa, which is a powerful antioxidant, and it's sweetened by stevia. Yeah, but so it's all. It's only one gram of sugar per serving, and it's fucking tastes delicious, and it's really easy to digest. It's it's not it's not cheap stuff. It's expensive. But, but it's the highest quality stuff that we could sell. Can I ask you something about sure. that? Sure. That's it doesn't have like that stuff in it that you shouldn't have. No, that. there's no artificial sweeteners in it. It's only okay. sweetened by stevia, which is actually just a plant extract. But what it's about like the ephedra stuff and all? No, 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 none of that. that none of that. It's all I would natural. try that then. Well, we, we, it is the best plant-based protein powder you can buy, and it's the most easily digestible protein powder. It doesn't give you any bloating. And I love whey protein powder. I love like muscle milk and those things. They're delicious, right. but. They make me fart, man. They 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 like give you a bloated feeling sometimes. It's mm-hmm. not the same clean feeling that I get when I eat uh, hemp protein powder. I think it's one of the most easily digestible. But uh, if you're interested in any of this stuff, go to onnit.com for supplements. Use the code name Rogan. Save yourself ten percent off for battle ropes and kettlebells. That that code name does not work because we sell them as cheap as is humanly possible. They're the best quality athletic and sports equipment things that are available, and that's all we're ever going to sell. If we sell it, it's the best shit that we can get. It's stuff that we would use ourselves. And with the supplements, there's a 30-day, or excuse me, uh, for thir- first order of 30 pills, 100% money-back guarantee. You don't even have to bring back the supplements. You just say, I didn't like Alpha Brain. That's it. You're done. You're going to like it because it's fucking awesome. Go to onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T. All right, you dirty freaks. Tomorrow, the great Everlast will join us, and I'm going to do a nighttime podcast with Brian's best friend, Duncan Trussell. We'll see you dirty bitches soon. And don't forget Death Squad Friday at the Ice oh, House. Oh, yeah, that's right. Super show, ridiculous. Stacked. Greg Fitzsimmons, Dom Irera. Bur- who else? 
Joey Diaz. Joey oh, motherfucking yeah. Diaz. Tony Hinchcliffe. Tony Hinchcliffe. And maybe a special guest. And maybe a special guest. And me, bitches. Yeah. So uh, Friday night, we're, we're in top form. These shows have been fucking spectacular. Never had better Ice House Chronicles podcast. Never had better shows. We're having the time of our fucking lives here in Pasadena. And it's mostly because of you guys. I mean, we have to show up. But if you guys didn't send us so many positive tweets, and if there wasn't such an awesome group of human beings that meet us at every city all over the world, it wouldn't be nearly as fun. So thank you all. We appreciate the fuck out of you, and we'll see you soon. Bye.